0: Written in stars, spoke through the winds of ore, sealed by fate and marked with blood, thou hast
1: I'm talking about all the way to the top, yeah. I'm justifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the queen rise to the top, oh yeah. I've been to the Super Bowl. I've been to the World Series. I've even been to the Rolling Stones. But there is one event that surpasses
2: them all. Have to have the handle, to go the hole. Check this out. <laughs> Gotta kill
1: 400 plantoids, gotta kill 400 plantoids, (laughs) and then wash my hands. Tom, (laughs) too. Not whiny 14-year-old, okay? We just have the same hair.
2: And (laughs) Vicky. I was going to punch this guy in the face. (laughs) Limitbreakradio.com And here we go. Welcome to Limit Break Radio. I, of course, am one of your hosts, De Niro, and I kicked Shantoto's ass. Well, maybe not me, but...
1: <laughs> and I'm tom to shield-bashing pixies in the face. Oh, yeah.
3: And I'm Vicky, and I am owning up servers. Yeah! Woo! 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 And,
2: and uh, that's, that's our hosts for today here on Limit Break Radio, uh, now, I'm sure some of you are wondering, well, where is Kahlo? Where is Sale? We have jobs, people. We have jobs. And that's exactly where they are. Sale might join us a little bit later, uh, depending on uh, what time he ends up getting home. But Kahlo actually, like, just left. So there's no chance of of, uh, of seeing him. But the good news is, is that you don't have to sit through Juxta and his crappy jokes. Yeah. No <laughs> Juxta. That's the good news. But joining us today from the Odin server, I'd like to welcome Ring 3. Ring 3, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. It's good to have you on. Now, Ring 3, we've got a little bit of history, maybe not as much as like you and Kalo, and it's really unfortunate that he's not here today because he could have probably really cracked some good jokes on you. I would have loved to be there. <laughs> me
3: too, me too.
0: It would have been nice, but I can say <laughs> without getting bleeped all the time.
2: That's true. Although I'm going to have to to bleep you uh, when you say on the show. So, yeah. But you just said, I know. I'm going to have to bleep myself too. That's that's the the funny and kind of. And and
1: oh, I was, stop me. Just about to do that too. Oh,
2: I hate you. Uh, but uh, but yeah, ring three uh, uh, leader of uh, of the link shell that Kalu and I were a part of uh, when when I was on Odin and uh, uh verses right so what what's up with verses is verses still around it uh actually is not any longer That's i, mean, it, it is. I, I thought i had heard that and and that made me shed a tear well
0: it's it we still do uh timed events we still do like limbus and uh we'll do other things in it but uh the the entire population of verses has been folded into barbecue uh, i don't know if anybody's heard of that, but uh it's BBQ, a pretty, yeah yeah event. oh yeah Pretty big LS on the server. They've done a bunch of first-time things. Killed a lot of AVs when it was actually killable. Uh, great link shell. And a Fries was in it before he, you know, sadly moved on to another server.
2: That's true. That's true. Um, but that you know that that's sad to hear that uh, the verses is no more. But I'm sure that you know with with the combined power of verses and BBQ that that's just insanely insane. I mean, you guys must be dominating Odin.
0: Uh, I mean, there's just competition for everything. I wouldn't say dominating any necessarily, necessary you know, anything necessarily. But uh, we definitely do our fair share. Uh, uh, we kind of cycle through H and M's, uh, and but pretty much focused on new things right now. Uh, but you know, awesome. It's good
2: H and ms Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, one of the things that uh, that I also wanted to mention, Ring Three. Uh, you also have uh, have a blog out there at ring3.blogspot.com called You Are Not Your F***ing Oskotes. Well, it's not
0: called You Are Not Your F***ing Oskotes anymore. It's oh, just that's, called took out, took out the F***ing just because uh, we changed kind of changed the format a little bit. Uh, Omoikote <laughs> or Omoy or Omo, depending on how you you know know her. Uh, she writes for it. Occasionally writes for it. Again, you have to bleep that out. Uh, Callow <laughs> used to write for it before he just disappeared into the side of a mountain. And, uh... Uh, occasionally we get a few other people, uh Qtippus who runs uh Obsidian, mm-hmm. uh, which is a dynamis that are they're actually starting to do a few other things too. Uh Link Shell on Odin.
2: Awesome. Well uh definitely check out uh check out the blog ring3.blogspot.com. Good stuff there. Um, but uh, also, we want to welcome to the show the Starbreakers listening live on uh, the Starbreaker exclusive stream and uh, a, a couple of uh, flash contests winners. Uh, and uh, if you remember, if you want to get in on the flash contests, if you are not a Starbreaker and you want to maybe catch a live show, uh, make sure to become a fan on Facebook. Or uh, or follow us on Twitter. Now, here's the deal. Now, generally, I, I only allot like five listener slots, five listener uh, open listener slots. I, I, I kind of cheated on that today. There's like, I, I was like, all right, I got a couple of extra emails and let a couple of extra people in. So there's like seven extra people listening today. But if you want to raise the level from five listener slots all the way up to maybe Seven or eight, maybe ten listener slots. All right, between this show and the next show, I want to get a hundred more fans on Facebook. That's your goal, okay? We've got like three hundred right now. The the listener, the listener population that listens to the show is way more than that. And God, everyone uses Facebook. So become mm-hmm. a fan of Limit Break Radio on Facebook, and uh, extra chances to listen live. And if
1: you do, there's
2: a chance.
1: Don't even start. No. (laughs) Don't even start. There's a chance I'll be releasing more exclusive content.
2: There we go. But if you want to always be able to listen live, make sure that uh, you toss a donation, a minimum donation of $5 to Limit Break Radio, and uh, you will be a star breaker for life. So, uh, so. If uh, if you definitely want to hear all of these live all the time, then uh, sign up uh, for the uh, Starbreaker program. It's easy. Just a $5 donation. And we really need the support. We do. We've got, you know, server charges. We've got uh, equipment that we need. Sur- you know, uh, mic cables go down. We've got, like, 10 other shows that... Flying in Tom 2 over to the studio every single time. Exactly. These things yeah. get expensive. First class. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. We know we know how to treat Tom too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it's been a while since uh since we've had uh had an episode and uh I'm sure that we've got lots of really interesting personal updates. We'll start with Vicky.
3: Okay. Oh gosh, I've got a lot of personal updates. Well, I guess first off, finished off my thief for my MOTS beat Matt, took about a zillion tries, but I did it. Congrats. Um, yeah, so now I'm leveling Ranger. That's Kala would make of
2: fun of you, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was hard. I had to level to 68. I couldn't actually stop at 66. He's going to be really
2: sad <laughs> that he missed this episode just because I'm sure he really wanted to get those <laughs> get those shots in.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a good thing, you're right? I mean, the <laughs> Kala misses important things. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, so I did Ranger now, it's a whole lot of fun I love that job Um, And I actually Have the hugest update of all I finally got feet. Congrats! Yay!
2: (laughs) We can't make fun of you for it No more jokes
3: And I do want to give a quick shout out to Fiddle From Remora, who camped that stupid Like, kraken fishing With me for many hours, and he helped me We didn't actually get the angel skin during that time But he was so nice to help me out so I want to say thank you to him for that. Yeah, Every
1: time I was on Remora, you were just being a cave dweller. <laughs> so
3: boring. That was, was like so horrible, but I finally got the angel skin, had someone craft it for me, and I have my end feet, and I wear them with pride.
2: Are they end feet plus one?
3: No, I Noob. tried. That's why I Noob. had to craft I tried. I tried hard. <laughs> but I didn't want to waste any more time out in that stupid cave. Uh, I don't blame you. I hate it so much. Yes. And the other update is that I am now on the server server with the rest of the LBR or most of LBR.
1: Yeah, yep. the people that count anyway.
0: Oh. <laughs> where they yes. just switch servers every you know three or four months, right? In Europe. Uh,
2: hey, well, I you know I have to I have to go where my public wants me. I, I, I have no choice in the matter.
0: Oh, we liked you on Odin.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've I've I, I've been I've been considering maybe coming back at some point. So. Maybe. I don't know. It, Cerberus has got to be good to me to to be able to keep me. So that's mm-hmm. that's the deal, Cerberus. Well, I mean, how often,
0: <laughs> how often do you hear about Odin doing big things? How often do you hear about Cerberus doing big things?
2: I don't really... I'm not really in the loop on either of them, to, to be totally honest with you.
1: Isn't Odin, like, open, back open again?
0: Yes, yeah,
3: it is. It was, I yeah. think Bahamut was close to you, and that's open now, too. Yeah,
0: yeah everything, everything was opened after the uh, Cerberus merges. Yeah,
2: yeah so most excellent
0: we finally have rmt tells uh, after all this time <laughs> yeah,
2: <so. laughs> that was i think my biggest shock when i first got to hades was getting my first uh my first uh rmt tell i was like oh i forgot this crap
3: <laughs> yeah you guys are so lucky that whole time That's i got true. my first one on service the other day and i was so sad i hadn't got one for like the first two days or something of being on there and that I got one. I like, no, that's
1: because your name is all the way at the bottom of the list. They don't get uh, you first; they get a Nero that's first. True. <laughs> that's true. I, yeah, yeah, that's very true.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, my name's always been at the bottom of the list. When I used to get like five a day, I don't know, but I did have to change my name when I switched servers because there was a Vicky hiding somewhere. So uh, my name is now Valeria.
2: All right, still, still a V. So Fair enough. Fair enough. Me. I guess. But I guess that works. It's
3: kind of sad though, because Vicky is like my persona. That that's me, and I had to change it. But that's all right.
2: At the at the first announcement of uh, of the server merge, the first thing I did was make a mule on server. Mm-hmm. I did that yep. during the broadcast. <laughs> so did I.
3: I should I should have done that. I mean, there was already a Vicky on well, Levi. You couldn't. Your power I was, was out. Yeah, okay, that is true. My pow- my power was out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Ugh, but yeah, so I have a new name, starting a new server, new everything. I'm just... Rah.
2: You know yeah. that happened. That the the losing losing names happened to a, a, a lot of people. And I just yeah. want to I want to mention this right now that uh, if you happen to be one of the one of the folks that uh, you know your name got eaten up in the server merge and your your uh, forum name on the Limit Break Radio forums uh, is a reflection of of that original name. If you want to change your name for the Limit Break Radio forum give me a PM and I'll be happy to change it for you. It's very easy. Um, And then you just log in under that new name. That's pretty much it. Uh, So anyone who needs that, feel free to PM me on the limit break radio boards and I'll, uh, I'll get straight to that.
0: Very benevolent.
2: (laughs) Yes. I can get into your accounts and change anything that I want. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, uh, Vicki, was that it for your uh, personal updates?
3: Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it, but I also want to give a quick shout-out to my boyfriend, Sirin now, Yun, who finally got his Relic great Katana. I just want to say, awesome, and congratulations to him. Congrats. That's awesome. Mm -hmm.
2: I would imagine that generally Mm -hmm. takes a very long time.
3: Yes, and that is all from me.
2: Awesome. Well,
1: congratulations. That sounds really awesome. Tom too. what's been going on with you? Oh, a lot. Um, About two months ago, Ding, ding, ding. White Mage 75. Congrats. Woo! So I've been meriting up since then, hanging around, not getting a buffer as I should. Uh, But I've been having a lot of of fun with it. That's awesome. Yeah.
2: So what have you been doing with your uh, your 75 White Mage? I'm sure you've been doing some
1: cool stuff. Beating the crap out of that freaking Moogle. Yes, that's right. I forgot you beat that Moogle the other yeah, day. It took me like I, I went O for fifteen on that thing. That that Moogle cheats. He cheats like, dirty cheater. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, I just want to. I just want to forget about it because one time, you know, you know how bad it got. At one point in the fight, he summons his minions, right? And we were fighting him at the do- at the door. He summons them behind the door, so the black mage just couldn't <laughs> sleep got them. <laughs> Uh, you had that run flawlessly and then he goes and does that crap that sucks i hate to laugh but it's kind of funny it is funny <laughs> looking back at it now i have my uh, now, now i have my silly hat as well as uh, beating uh acp and shantoto but we'll get to that in a bit uh i've been uh, leveling paladin it got to 60 and uh, that's awesome yeah, it's. I've been having a lot of fun tanking and uh, especially shield bashing a pixie when uh, when they were trying to raise up uh, Lilani.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, of course, I came back. I came back to R three her, of course, but it was still funny. Well, she that's why
3: you shield bashed a pixie. You told me you did that. I was like, wait, why?
1: <laughs> because I wanted to take a piss at her.
3: But the pixies are so nice, and now they're going to hate you. No, I only shield
1: bashed them. Yeah, because yeah. as I was running back to Sandoria, I ran past another pixie and she cured me. It doesn't count so. unless you kill him. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, just random stuff. Um, Nizul Sky got Bastok ranked ten. Grats, that's and, awesome. And uh, is now
3: my official white mage. I'm going to steal for everything like UFO killing and other. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Where were you the past days, man? Homoyun and I were so bored.
3: I was owning it up at an anime convention. That's what I was doing.
2: That's yeah, right. You uh, just got back from that, didn't you? Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, I did. A few hours ago. Fun stuff. <sighs> yeah. So much. Fun.
1: Um, yeah. I. Uh, oh, I got to lead the wedding for uh, Fries and Yorichi. So congratulations to Mister and Missus Chi because Fries is totally the wife. <laughs> 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 and uh, just catching up with all kinds of missions, hanging out with uh, Homayan and C Just doing lots of random stuff for people we all know and love or hate. Most excellent. Uh-huh.
2: All right, I guess that uh, that brings it to me. The first thing, as I mentioned in my intro, I beat Shantoto. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm rocking my uh, my Blitzer Polians with uh, with double attack and haste, which is sick. Um, and I want to thank, of course, Tom too, who helped, who uh, helped on that run. Also, Alexia and Ravencroft and Arwen and. Uh, uh, I don't know. How, how, Kaze. Kaze, yeah, Kaze. Yeah, Kaze no yeah. kizu. Uh, so thanks everyone to uh, who who helped with that. Now here's a really epic story for how this finished because uh, this this I, this I swear this was going to be another loss. I mean, every time I have done this fight, every single time I we have never been able to get the Black Mage Toto down ever. And finally, the this last run that we won, we got her down, and we're working on the white mage Toto, and she is just wiping us towards. I mean, what she had to be at like six percent or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, really down there, like just the sliver of health. And I, I, I got Lexi goes down, I go down, everybody else goes down. It, it who was, it, who was, it was Kaze and Ravencroft that were yeah. the last two up. Ravencroft's got TP. And, I mean, just at the last possible second, boom, weapon skill, and done. It was the closest. I mean, he had, like,
1: just a little bit of health. dude. Yeah, it was, because he, re, he re-raised back up. That's now, Arwen right. was there. Arwen was still up. I was holding uh, off the white mate, Shantoto, because Kazu was down. That's right. So that's I, right. Yeah, Arwen raised uh, Ravencroft up, and he was just prepping up all his shit, and he just went in. And when Shantoto knocked me down again, go overwhelm marriage. She faced him. He used his weapon skill and bam, you should have heard Raven and Nero. Oh, oh, my God. I exploded. I don't think I've ever yelled that
2: loud ever. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I have. But uh, I seriously, I, I may have uh uh caused some permanent hearing loss in everyone's ears who was on skype because i mean yes, seriously i
3: will I will attest to that <laughs> I was sitting there listening if I was playing devil may cry or something, and all of a sudden whoa my ears exploded yeah for
2: sure uh it was uh it was seriously a great great moment so big shout out to uh to to ravencroft for getting the uh the final blow in on that one that was friggin Oh my god! I, I I was sure we were gonna
1: lose. I was sure and it was of it. his run too. So he yeah, was it was happy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, ro- been uh, rocking the pants. The other uh, the other thing that I've been doing uh, I, I, before the update, I was doing a bunch of farming, and uh, now after the update, I have been working almost uh, solely on the trial of the Magians quest, oh. and. We'll get a little bit more into into like what everyone thinks of the trial of the Magians because uh, I've got a lot to say about it. But I will say this: uh, I I am like two upgrades away from having the good damage double attack. Uh, uh, great axe, occasionally attacks twice. Great axe, uh, or great sword, and uh, and uh, I, I'm I'm really excited. I, I I've been working seriously so hard. It's so tedious, but uh, I, it's going to be such an excellent weapon when it's finally. Finally done. So, uh, so moving on. Ring, what's been up with you? It, it's you know, it's been a while since we've talked. What, what have what's been going on uh, on Odin? What's been going on uh, with you? What, what's what's some of your major achievements? Well, uh,
0: recently, as, as I said before, versus uh, merged with uh, um, or was subsumed, kind of like by uh, barbecue, mm-hmm. uh, that went pretty well. And uh, all of our members are off trial status and. and and you know happily merged into the new LS. Um let's see. I haven't been doing all that much. I, uh, my work season uh, has been winding down so I ha- don't have to travel as much now. Uh just since the update I've been, you know, working on Trial of Magians and w- killing the new VNM's uh and I mean outside of that uh, I think I got Ebody more recently than you might know which he's been waiting on for a long time. Hasn't cool. Nice. Time. Yeah, nice. That was really great. And uh, playing the game, getting merits, getting ready for level 99. That's about it.
2: Right on, man. Right on. Cool. Good stuff, as always. Uh, but uh, let's, let's talk here about Vonifest because there was a lot of really big announcements out at VanaFest 2010. And, I mean, stuff that is l- literally going to change how we look at Final Fantasy XI. Um, first thing that's worth mentioning, uh, there's been a website update uh, for the VanaFest 2010 website, and uh, the, the video has apparently been given subtitles. I haven't seen this. Is, is that that's right? Everything has been given subtitles?
1: Yeah. Uh, the Both panels and the concerts are posted as well, so uh, they've all been subtitled, and if you want to rewatch it and uh, actually understand what's going on this time, just go to the VanaFest website.
2: All right. I didn't know that. Cool. Good stuff there, though. Um, Also, uh, you know, level 99. Level 99. This is a big thing, and and a lot of people have been talking about their opinion about, uh, you know, is this a good idea? How Just how is this going to change the game? How drastically? Um, Now, I mean, Tom, too, you just mentioned you just got to 75. A lot of us have been there for a while, um I, I just i i kind of want to get reactions going around the uh, going around the room starting with our guest ring three what do you think about the level 99 thing well
0: it's, it's hard to say it, cha- it ultimately changes everything completely uh it's this it, it, i mean you still have people doing the same thing they've been for years which is you can't possibly raise the level cap because it would give mages you know refresh and convert and you can't do other things like that and Ultimately the answer is yeah, they can they can very easily do that. They can either adjust things, deal with it, or just give those jobs those abilities and as as you go higher, you gonna the red mage I'm sure will get something new, refresh to, uh, you know, whatever it is. all the jobs you're gonna get amazing new things between seventy six and ninety nine that it's right. gonna change everything.
2: Right. And and you know, I think I I, I think that's a that's a really, really good point. And something that that folks aren't really focusing on as strongly as oh well this is going to break the game and how is this going to affect how how sub jobs work is what yeah what are we going to be getting in that in that span of seventy you know between seventy five and ninety nine what new stuff will jobs get and and how will that further define their role uh you know either in parties or in end game or uh what will you know what is now referred to as end game and, and will then become mid game um so yeah no i think that that's a that's a really excellent point that not enough people have been even really considering
0: well i think one of the most important things that was said at venefest was not one of the comments about the things that they're going to change but the meta comments that prefaced it they're, they said they're going to focus on creating roles and then putting jobs and then allowing more jobs to fill those roles. Buffing and debuffing of mobs has always been, a, you know, something that has been dedicated to red mages, bards, corsairs, uh, you know, to a lesser extent uh, white mages. Mm-hmm. But the, the situation is if they are approaching it And the other thing to add on to that is that they said they're approaching this and they're now focusing the game on Endgame. So it's no longer much of a concern whether everybody has Refresh or not. Because everybody already has Refresh. Because everybody always brings Red Mage. Does this let people bring a fewer number of jobs or uh, don't have to worry about balance as much as they do fighting the actual monsters that they they think are important for Endgame? The challenge then becomes more important than the creating or the worrying about you know do we have enough black mages do we have enough red mages do we have enough white mages to do an event which i think is fantastic i think it's it is completely different in their approach to how they're developing the game and i really think out of any comments that were made you know level cap raising a anything anything they said that is really the that one paragraph where they talk about the the changes they're doing in design mm-hmm. for us are the yeah. most important things that they're talking
2: about. Let's, uh, for for a quick second, let's take a look at that, that paragraph. I'll, I'll go ahead and read it here. Um, we are aware that players will inevitably feel concern over how in-game elements such as support jobs, experience camps, and merit points will be affected by this change. We would like to take a moment to explain the measures that are in the pipes to preserve game balance. Support job abilities that are not expected to steal the limelight from main jobs as a result of the level cap increase will be allowed to come into play. Furthermore, there are plans to tweak certain job abilities, job traits, and magic spells on an ongoing basis in order to further accentuate the uniqueness of each job when used in a main role, as well as its versatility when playing in a supporting role, new camping grounds are scheduled to be added to cater to the anticipated rise in demand for experienced parties. Furthermore, the redistribution of monsters in existing areas is also under consideration. An increase in maximum upgrade is being considered for existing merit point skills and attributes. Preparations are also underway for the introduction of a new type of merit point for players who have reached the new level 99 summit. So in that one statement alone, I, I get that they're very committed to uh job balance and uh bringing out uh job specification and and uh balancing roles like you said ring um and, and i also get that they are going to be uh very aware of um uh, of of gaining xp and xp camps and uh that that getting from level 75 to 99 which is another main concern that uh that i think a lot of us have been hearing on uh you know many different communities
0: well ultimately the i mean right now it's designed it's it's designed with the leveling in mind uh and Endgame, and the fastest burn party camps, I mean, there's only two, essentially. It depends on how quick you are. You might If you're good enough, you can take out all the Calibri, and there will be, only be one. I mean, there's other camps, yes, but that's ultimately the best, fastest camp, uh, besides, you know, Astral Burning, uh, for making XP quickly. So, uh, if they keep that in mind and balance things better, for example, like maybe giving Sigil and Signet uh, the plus-15 um, percent xp bonus that uh, sanction gets then you could massively expand the number of camps available
2: well and i think uh, I, I think another thing to consider too is that in the last couple of uh, of updates that we've seen especially in the last year we've seen a great deal of support in low level and mid-level uh, content where it is designed to spit XP out at you, if whether it be level sync or fields of valor or campaign or uh, besieged. There are so many different ways to be able to get XP. Look at how fast people are getting from one to seventy-five these days. And so I think the the concern over oh well you know how much XP is it going to take? Who cares? The game shits XP these days you know what i mean like especially when you compare it to 2 years ago even 3 i mean 3 years ago it's even way more apparent but you know there's there's just been this huge shift in the game on on how xp is collected how xp is earned and it has been completely liberalized you don't have to, you hardly have to do anything anymore to be able to get xp so uh, again i think that 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 concern I mean, I can understand where it comes from. um, But, uh, but, but really, I I don't think that it's going to be a problem. Well, the other thing
0: that they said uh, was that I'll quote this directly because I'm looking at it. it says up until now, most job adjustments have been implemented with the ease of party formation in mind. From this point onwards, we plan to shift the focus towards ease of participation in end game content. That to me not to everybody, obviously, but to me, that is the number one thing that says to me that they've done what they want to do with quality of life improvements for XPing, for you know whatever buffs that they have for people who are, are you know slower moving, the people that want to do end game content. It really doesn't matter what the quality of life is between you know 175; they're going to get to 75 one way or the other, and that it's nice that in the last year that those quality of life improvements existed and they have improved the quality of life even for those end game participants, but for me, that notion that the, that they're now shifting from the last year of quality of life improvements towards this year towards the quality of life improvements for end gamers is fantastic.
2: Vicky, Tom too, what do you what do you guys think about this uh, this shift from support in in mid you know, mid-level and low-level content to this uh, very focused support of end-game content?
3: I I mean, I think it'll be good. I'm actually thinking, I'm kind of curious about how Limit Points is going to work now. Like, I'm sure they'll give you an option that'll let you choose between, like, Limit Points and this new Crazy Psycho points at 99. But what if you're, like, 78 and you need to you know, upgrade something in the limit point section, but no one wants to make a limit party at 75 because everyone wants to be 99. So I wonder if that's not going to be possible for those people.
2: I I actually, I don't think it'll change. I I don't think that they'll change anything. I think that um, once you hit 75, you'll be able to um, uh, change your mode uh, to merit mode, just like you Mm -hmm. can now. And XP would be accrued the same. Uh, You would just choose whether you want to be in XP mode or merit mode. And that way, I mean, really, they don't have to adjust a whole lot there. Um, and then once you get to 99, it would be like maybe a new tier of merit. Still earned the same way. But Yeah, but I'm
3: thinking, say, at a bird party right now, if you're in a good party, you can get between 20 and 25K an hour. But at 99, you know, you could get 30, 40, 50K an hour. I don't know. So if people would want to you know, stay on birds at 75 when they could get XP so much faster on the same camps at higher jobs, or if they're going to adjust that
0: somehow? I, I don't think... So, I, but XP is determined. It's based upon your level versus the level of the mob. The reason why the bird camp is so good is because it has very weak mobs that provide oh, a high level of XP. So mm-hmm. if you wanted to, you could actually cheat the system, depending on you know, how it comes out. You could say, put yourself in limit in limit mode. Uh, level yourself to 75, and then that camp is just as good as anything else. That camp is the oh, okay. best. I've seen and of course, that's you true. get, I mean, there could be, you know, a miracle camps along along the way, but if there aren't, uh, and, and if you're worried about, uh, you know, trying to find the fastest XP possible, that is the fastest XP possible. And it, if you set it that way, you could stay there forever.
1: Until you run out of people with 75 jobs. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah, because well, no, yeah, you wouldn't level up. You would, you would, if you put it on, because if assuming they seem, again, this is assuming that they keep the status quo, but if you set it to. Limit points and not gain XP. You will only gain limit points, which means you will not go up at any point in time. So you can k- stay at 75. Everybody else would be taking advantage of you, obviously, while you were getting the limit points. But I think that solves Vicky's concern in that you can say, "Oh, you want, you want a good camp? Come to me. I want the limit points, but you can level sync to me. Because you know I, you won't have to worry about leaving that camp
1: as I level up.
2: Hey, that's, a, that's actually a really good point. I, I wonder if they'll take that into consideration when designing the new system
1: probably will work like that too
2: but yeah big things uh you know big changes from uh from this this level 99 increase and you know the next uh, i think uh the the next logical question is uh what's the next step for endgame how does this change endgame and uh, what's the new end game content going to look like? Are we, you know, uh, what what are these new HMs at, at, at level ninety nine going to look like? Um, I, well, I
1: manageable, think, I guess.
2: Well, and and I think an, another big question that a lot of people have been asking is, will they enforce a level seventy five cap at existing end game areas? What do you guys think?
3: I doubt that mm-hmm. honestly I don't, I'm thinking I doubt it too. they they've I mean we've been doing the same end game things for like six seven years. I mean people are so sick of camping like Fafner and all that I mean that's still some of the best gear in the game, so I figure I mean you can take a six man or even I mean now you can probably take six man take three guys instead of a whole alliance and I mean more more casual players who didn't have a chance or couldn't get into an endgame shell before could now get this gear because there's new better stuff coming out so I mean Kind of feels like you can just pick up with a few friends and go fight these monsters instead of having to organize a whole battle. That could be nice.
2: You, you think that's that's uh, that's how it could uh, could end up going where you end up. Uh, uh, you know, the end game community kind of ends up moving on from things like Sky and HMs, you know, ground HMs, ground kings, uh, uh, you know, and and other things of that sort in favor of this new super end game content. That's what
3: it feels like, yeah.
2: Where, whereas that that kind of stuff will kind of be left to um you know the, the the people who really I don't know, maybe couldn't couldn't do it uh uh when it was end game content.
3: Yeah, and I feel some people will probably still do it if you need the gear, but it won't require like a whole inchilgo to go out and camp like this one piece of gear that you need. <clears throat> you can just go do it yourself. So I feel like that's probably something along the lines mean, because we're getting what three Abisaia, uh, Expansions, and The goes. I mean, that could have a whole lot of new content, and if that's aimed for level 99, I mean, that's gonna be a whole lot. And so the people that are at 75 or you know, can go back and do that other content.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good point. The initial reactions of people like freaking out over, oh no, white mages will get convert. Um, right now, at 75, they still don't have access to it, but with the super end game stuff, I get the feeling that, you know, jobs like white mages are going to need abilities like convert because getting a refresh isn't gonna be enough i mean uh that's a good point i always bitch about not being able to get mp back enough fast enough or lacking the abilities to get mp back but i'm pretty sure that's like you know uh it it goes for other jobs as well that they they could really benefit from uh new support abilities uh for their jobs because they are going to need it for this for the level 99 content Well,
0: take, for example, I I completely agree with that. Take, for example, uh, uh, Salvage Chariot, where, uh, depending on how the fight is, but some of the more difficult ones, if I'm on White Mage, by the end of the fight, I'm getting down low on MP if, as the level increases and the health pools increases... Uh, You're going to need more MP. I mean, your MP will obviously go up, but I don't think it would, the the amount of MP you need per uh, health bar on a fight is not exactly the same. You're going to need things like convert. You're going to need things like self-refresh to make sure that you can do uh, the same fights that are more difficult fights where you're going to need to heal more HP over time. I mean, is, is white mage going to get cure six? You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, are they going to get cure seven? Where they have to fill a larger MP pool much faster than they had in the past,
1: and on top of that, um, that way they won't have to burden the red mages with a refresh cycle anymore, and they can, you know, focus on the buffing and debuffing a lot more. Yeah, because like you know that. now the white mages would be a little bit more self efficient. What goes for MP.
2: You know, and I think I think buffing and debuffing, uh, you know, while they they are useful, they're not as useful as they could be, or they're not utilized as they could be. So I think that that's a great point. And, and uh, again, I think that that uh, shows, uh, you know, that they want to focus uh, on uh, uh, on that stuff and, and and focus on on specialization. Um, and new ways to to be able to play the job. Uh, I mean, one of the one of the proposed job updates was, um, you know, to make magic more useful for Dark Knights. And I mean, I think that that's a really great idea. I think magic in general is totally underutilized by, you know, maybe sixty percent or seventy percent of Dark Knights. Um, like Ninety nine. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe uh, maybe I'm being a little bit generous there, but <laughs> but no, I, I mean, it, it, you know. Like, uh, absorb spells. I, I constantly say absorb spells are, like, the most underused thing ever. Um, I love those, and problem, lovely, Eric. The problem That's with problem. them
0: are that they're... Long cast times with high MP expenses. Not I mean,
2: anymore. Oh, yeah. High MP, yes. They're in they the thirty like, MPs. When when you do, when you only have, you know, four hundred MP, and your you know each absorb is thirty MP. Yeah, I agree that that's a little bit uh, that's a little bit much. But they hmm. did adjust the cast timers so that it's like uh, maybe like a stun and a half. I mean, they're pretty quick these days.
0: I mean, I don't. I mean, I just use I I use them very occasionally on my sub dark night when I'm. Tanging things but uh the they need to be like instant cast uh for dark only maybe maybe get a uh, an ability later on that makes them very you know very very fast to cast but the, because the question always becomes do i want to lose uh if, if you have a six hit build do you want to lose the swing that's true. To get to the next weapon skill for something that might marginally help that next weapon skill, uh, you know, if you're at, talking about 50 strength, you might be stealing for the mob, then it might be worth it. But for the 10 strength you might get, uh, for the, you know, that ticks down pretty quickly and that takes a swing, yeah, I don't know. It, you, they have to change the calculations for you know, people will do things like that if it's efficient and if it's helpful for them to increase their damage. But they won't do them if it's just you know something, some bonus thing you could do maybe, and it might help you a little bit.
2: That's true. no, you've got a very good point there. but uh, a lot of changes on the horizon, um you know they they did mention a lot of uh, you know a lot of different job adjustments. Um, and, uh, and, and the scope of, of job adjustments, you know, something, uh, we'll get, we'll get more into this in the March update, but, um, you know, don't take everything that was said out at Vonifest for gospel either, because look at what happened to pups and Mm -hmm. their hand-to-hand skill. So, you know, at Vonifest it was an A and suddenly now it's a, it's a B plus. So, you know, changes, you know, changes can be made here. Um, can I
0: declare my... Absolute abhorrence of everything, all the pipes, pups getting all hyped up about it. They're still, you know, marginally decent jobs,
2: if that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you can make fun of pups. That's okay. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, those were, uh, some of the main, uh, things that were, uh, outlined uh, out out at VanaFest. I think those were the, those were some of the biggest, um, And uh, I mean, of course, you you know, there are uh, there's more stuff coming like, you know, of course, uh, like Vicky mentioned, walk of echoes, new NMs and HNMs that are going to be coming. Um, But uh, they did, uh, you know, out at VanaFest talk pretty extensively about what we got with this most recent March update. Uh, so why don't we talk about uh, some thoughts on uh, on the March update now that you know we've had a little bit of chance to to see you know what the requirements are for some quests uh, you know uh, uh, people have gotten to play around with the avatars the new N M system uh, so why don't we start uh, with the new avatars I don't think we have do we have summoners I don't think we have. holy crap Odin is awesome
3: yeah, I'm a summoner but I haven't gotten around to doing them uh, okay. yet.
2: Ring, I, I can't. Re- I can't remember I if you're a summoner or not. No, no, no I didn't. Okay. I only
0: have two mage jobs. Gotcha.
2: Okay, so um, none. Of, now keep in mind, none of us have uh, summoners. So, well, except for Vicky, but none of us have the new avatars there. Um, so I don't know uh, reactions to
1: to to the uh, to the avatars so far. Well, Daniela think- one shot a shark for me, and it got the organ with Odin.
2: You. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine that that's what Zukin is supposed to do.
1: Well, yeah, but it was still awesome because, you know, I was hanging out with Homayun there, and he's pretty pimp with his Relic Katana, and that went pretty fast, but there she came with Odin, and just, bye. Yeah,
0: you can only do that <laughs> once every two hours,
1: so. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of the problem. Well, I was willing
0: you to go back. You still I have was your willing Relic Katana, to- you know.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to go back and switch the Corsair and come to see at level nine, just try and reset it, but, you know. <laughs> uh,
2: Ring, how about you? What, what are your thoughts on the new avatars, uh, being that they're only two-hour abilities?
0: Oh, I will I will admit that I think that Odin's appears cooler, but for uh, most of the considerations that I've had, it's uh, Alexander that actually has the most importance. The effect it has is, I believe... 30 seconds long or 90 seconds. I can't remember exactly which one. It depends on the MP they have. Okay. It provides an opportunity to maybe do things that were difficult or it's things that get spammy at the end of their fights. If you, yeah. you know things go, see things going wrong, you just pop it and it, uh, apparently it's a very large amount of uh, uh damage reduction and like, essentially shell and protect again i'm not positive on this i'd have to look it up to make sure mm-hmm. uh, but it also you know preve- prevents you from getting like uh you know whatever aoe slows or whatever aoe yeah uh enfeebles that might occur during certain fights at bad times
2: right yeah i think that that's a really good point uh there's you know there i, I can god how many times have have you know you've been fighting something and it's down to like oh, 15% 7% and it just starts spamming crap left and right you're you're really right uh that would be a great application uh for that 2 hour um so but i, I you know xanthadzucan uh, it has it has its opp-
1: impressive qualities too so it took uh, Definitely. it took uh, the main nm down from like ninety percent down to thirty <laughs> percent. Really? Oh, wow, yeah. that's pretty. That is pretty impressive. I
2: gotta say, that's crazy.
0: It definitely has a very high cool factor.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of
0: more mundane, uh, though versatile, uh, Alexander.
1: Although earlier in uh, in, the, in the Starbreaker shed, I did see that um, Odin was summoned in campaign battle, and it only hit each mob for like one hundred.
2: Oh, so you know, high high amounts of of mobs around you would probably not be good for that. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's one of those strange special adjustments for campaign. Who knows? But that's crazy, though. Uh, from from ninety percent to thirty percent. That is pretty impressive. There. All right. So I I want to talk about this trial of the Magians. Okay. I, don't to I agree with you. All right. <laughs> first, first of all, first of all. This is the most tedious thing I have ever done. Do you hate NM camping? Good, because you're going to be doing a lot of it. Okay? And and not like it's NMs that are actually worth a damn, either. They're totally piddly, worthless NMs that you end up three-shotting, but you're out there camping them for nine hours. Why did I have to kill Golden Bat three times? Please. Did you ever
1: hear a slippery sucker? before
2: no i've <laughs> never heard of nope. slippery sucker before never ever ever
0: ever well i think that every nm in gidius is called Humaju the Woodoo. woo yeah. <laughs> it's I, I i i don't know what any of them are besides the one that drops the the uh monster yeah exactly because only because my friend ice uh camped that it, this was years and years ago but he camped that for like a year straight and Killed it something like ninety times before you got the the staff to finally drop.
2: Oh, that's brutal. Yeah, but uh, I uh, the the fortunate part you don't have to get a drop. You can be in a party. That's pretty cool. Um, and it still counts. But but basically what they're doing is they are sending you on NM hunts and uh generally with multi you've got to kill them multiple times. Okay. Uh, why like I it. <laughs>
3: It's different. It's My so boyfriend's actually working on upgrading his uh, relic, doing that, and he has to do like fifteen hundred kaitens on beasts to get plus two damage, and then fifteen hundred kai tens on vermin to get plus three more damage.
0: Yeah, but that's so, plus five damage. On yeah, plus five the total for doing damage for doing weapon. three
3: thousand kaitens tens. I something. mean, I mean, I
0: don't know. I think I,
3: I mean.
2: If I had a relic, I'd probably be wasting my time doing that. But since I don't, um, real quick now, this is interesting because you know when when they had mentioned that relics uh, uh, would be a, uh, available to upgrade. Uh, everyone thought like, "Oh wow! Like, what is uh, you know? This must be a crazy amount of gear that you can like toss at this thing and, and upgrade." No, that's not the case. Yeah, D- you have you y- you have a selection of gear, and there's like one of of every type of weapon in there, and then you take that weapon, and there are paths that you decide that you want to go on, and each path has a different requirement mm-hmm. uh, for how you progress to the next tier.
0: It's I, I was initially disappointed in that because I thought that. I mean, you know, all, all the interpretation we have before the before the update never really matters. But I thought it was supposed to be you give it your, for example, if you're a samurai, you give it your Hagen. Yeah, and exactly. then It'll it'll you know update your Hagen. Now, I, I was initially disappointed in that because I thought you know this is just going to be another one of those field of valor where you get plus two MP, plus three, you know, resist against win, But these weapons. Are freaking fantastic. They
2: are. No, that's the mm-hmm. thing. And and I would not be wasting my time if this was not a hundred percent worth doing. I mean, you know, not only can you get uh, weapons that have extremely high damage. Each one of those weapons you can get. Uh, one of those paths you can take. You can get. A weapon that has decent damage and occasionally attacks twice—that doesn't happen. I mean, that rarely does that ever happen. Even with mer- mercurial uh, weapons, they have shit damage on them. And I'm looking at that great sword, thinking 75 damage and you know, four sixty some odd delay, four eighty something delay, and occasionally attacks twice. You mean I can occasionally attack twice and do decent weapon skill damage? I'm sold. I'll do it. Yeah.
0: The caveat is, of course, that the occasionally attacks twice is the same as all the rest of the occasionally attacks twice.
2: Yeah, that's that's I think what what we're hoping for, which and, and I don't that, think it's unreasonable to expect that, though. I, I don't either. And and for what they expect you to do to be able to, to upgrade to that tier, I, I would imagine that it would have to be that. And if you look it up on the wiki, it states that uh, that that uh, that spe- specific stat uh, is a what between 30 and 50 percent proc rate.
1: Kind of like joy
2: yeah, exactly, yeah. Right. But we're you uh, but we're using fields. things like Joy mm-hmm. Use as kind and you know the, all these other multi-hit weapons as a basis for that. So we we are not able to confirm th- whether or you know what the proc rate is, but we're basing it off of the assumption that it would proc like all of the other multi-hit weapons. Right,
0: so- you should find out in about a week or two. That's how long I would guess. The, at, at some point, some LS is going to say we're just going to give all of the you know a, the H and M drops, which is the last tier you need for that. Yeah. occasional taxed twice, and somebody will get it within a week or two, is my guess.
2: Well, yeah. I, I as soon as I kill three hundred more ladybugs, I'm going to start working on the first two tiers of this uh, of this VNN Nm system, and uh, hopefully, uh, you know, the the all I need is crab crab Katoa. Uh, Ten mm-hmm. crab katoa shells, and that drops that six percent haste helm that that uh, folks are like lusting after, and I can't even equip it, so I just figure I'll give that away, and that'll be a good uh, uh, be a good incentive for you uh, know, an LS to, to have do you even
1: have you even fought it? Uh, yeah, no, 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 not at, was, at all. I was I was just standing there with my chocobo, and that was it, on the it, first it, we, dude.
2: That was on the first night they ninja they ninja nerfed it.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, but I was still getting hit for 600 on a chocobo. Yeah, that's well, I, true.
2: That, there was
0: something wrong with that weapon skill. Yeah. They they, 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 fixed. they misadjusted something. It's not as bad as it is now. I have not yet fought the crab, but I fought the uh, the blob last night. And it's freaking huge, which is impressive. And I thought it would look yeah. actually impressive. It, it, I mean, it was... It was an okay fight, we had no problems with it really, uh, but it, it was one of those fights where you go in when you don't have a strategy and we, we knew things it was going to do but we hadn't experienced them before uh, it's something that I think that a lot of people should be able to do with some practice what uh, mm-hmm. I mean we should be able to get it down within a fight or two a lot of people got it have- down last night, so it wasn't the, our, our first experience with it was a, you know a win and actually we got. We, we got all of the drops, and we even got the the plus six agility, plus three ranged t- ranged accuracy ring, which was you know freaking fantastic.
2: Yeah, no, that's a that's a really good point. And and you know while we're on the subject, we might as well just talk about the VNM system overall. Um, although I do want to say that I was. Oh, hold on! Before you do that, I want to disagree with
0: you on trial of the magians. if oh, I might. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, why don't you? There's two things. I do agree it's tedious, and it's but it's tedious because I really think that these weapons are so good. You're looking at essentially the you know the poor man's relic. These weapons are so good good that if you look at it, the amount of work involved does equal the the outcome, which oftentimes in this game doesn't, just does not commute. The amount of time you spend in Dragon's Area, the amount of time you spend in Seed, the amount of time yeah. you spend doing anything or salvage, for the love, love of God, uh, does not equate to the equipment that comes out of it. And I actually think that you can sit down and say, I'm going to go and do X. I don't have to rely on my entire LS to come with me so that I can get a riddle or I can get a, you know, a, or my group has to come in so I can get Usykane 35 body, which doesn't exist. You know, things like that. So, <laughs> I, I'm okay with it being a little bit tedious, or a lot bit tedious compared to the outcome. And there's a direct, there's a direct amount of work done to the weapon you get. The second thing is, and I, the reason why I really like it is not necessarily because it, I, I like the way that they chose the camp. This comes out, but when you go to a camp, the way they set it up is that if you kill the NM and somebody is in, in your party, and they do, even if they don't do anything, as long as they're yeah, even if they don't, they don't they touch get it, right? For it. Yeah. And I have teamed up with uh, you know random JPs, EUs, yeah. people I don't know and people are just friendly. I had for example when I got to Camp Humajubududu uh <laughs> he, I was I got there first. There were two Japanese guys there. They were going AFK all the time because they were exhausted and tired and just waiting for this thing to pop and this was really in the early in the morning for me. Uh, so I just invited them to party and I told them to go to sleep. Because you know, I would just kill it for them. Yeah, and then I, th- that one popped. I killed it, and then I needed to go take a shower. They had come back because I was you know getting ready to go out. I took a shower. When I came back, I had noticed I was at three three for three for killing the NM. It's I, it just anything in this game that encourages people to cooperate rather than have conflicts is fantastic. No, you're mm-hmm. right,
2: I, and and That's I pretty... w- that that aspect of it that that mechanic of it I agree is awesome, and yeah. uh, and I mean I've had countless. People come down to the Bojade tree in my last tier. uh, You know, Tantu, you were down there. Nelia was helping me out for a little bit. Ryakoon, Alexia, uh, Talim. Uh, You know, a bunch of people from the LS were down there helping me. And then, uh, you know, yeah, every once in a while, you'd get someone who would run through. And, you know, they'd see that you were, you know, uh, uh, camping what? apparently they needed check your trial and then ask to team up and i mean it's it is that simple and it's nice that they mark the weapon so anyone who checks you can see oh this person's doing a trial but one thing that i do want to mention here and this goes out to all of vonadeel okay stop killing piddly little nms that you just find up roaming around deal. just because no one is there camping it doesn't mean that you should kill it Okay, (laughs) I sat and camped Slippery Sucker. Did you have a personal experience? Yes, I did, down in Quitham. And I was camping Slippery Sucker, and I literally, I was there for like four hours when I was at work. Just because I, I knew that I could log from work, not really pay attention every once in a while, like tab around, see if it's up. And I leave work, and I come home. Fifteen minutes later, I get on and someone a party of an XP party, and I checked all of them. Now one of them had a trial weapon. Kills slippery sucker. I'm there to see the last the last little bit of its HP go down, and and it was another three and a half hours before it popped
1: again. Aww. It was <laughs> that. I mean, I have to camp stray Mary three times for my first phase. Not,
2: that's yeah. tough. I, I, I mean. You know, some some of the NMs like I think I, I got off kind of lucky because like uh, you know, like I, I had mentioned a lot of these NMs are piddly little NMs that most people don't camp on a regular basis. But I know that like if uh, like for isn't it Stray Mary that you that uh, you try to you kill to encourage uh who is it? Steel Fleece, Balderdash, one of the bigger No, rams? the Stray no. is
1: just a regular NM. Okay, um, all right, my as bad. Asmo is actually uh, working on his katana for that, and he has to pop, uh, he has to kill, like, the Tremor rams, no, the Battering rams in the theme to pop uh, the Lambering Lambert, mm-hmm. and he has to kill that three times. So Lumbering Lambert? Oh, that's, annoying. that's annoying. Ooh, that is, yeah, uh, that is a little bit. Yeah. So that, not only I mean, does he has to camp like all the 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 battering rams, he has to you know find lumbering Lambert too for that, it. That is annoying. But he can make a lot of money off of that. That's true.
2: true. That that
0: is. Yeah, tr- but
3: those are NM's that if you're walking by and you maybe want the drops, you, someone will kill him and then you'll never even know. That's true.
2: <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Is true. Yeah. And and I mean like up, you know Ranger? imagine imagine you know seeing like kill leaping Lizzie three times, like honestly that would that would make me cry. Um, uh, unless you got out there and convinced all of the campers, all right, look here, you can have the drop if I can just have the kill, um, which is which is also nice. I, I mean, actually, I've
0: had a fr- I have a friend who's who had to do um, it's actually two stories for that. Uh, it's bugbear strongman, which is something that people can't. That's for true. Sometimes. Yeah, and he actually, if you're doing it for Dark Knight, I, I think neither Scythe has that or Great sort of mob Positive. But he, uh, you know, he just said if anybody shows up in the zone, he invites them and then says. Uh, hey, I'm going to. I don't want the drop. I just need to keep the kill. So if you want the drop, take it. Just don't. Just let me get on. Get in for the kill. The other funny thing about that is he was there for eight hours waiting for it to <sighs> respawn, and uh, it took it took eight hours to respawn. But then it respo- Then it spawned back to
2: back. Wow, nice. that's
1: uh, I possible.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I I've seen it happen. Possible. I, and, and and I think that they note that it's possible, especially with Bugbear Strongman, because he's the what does he drop? I forget now. Uh, the, Is that the, the
3: feet? For, no, it's those it's those store TP like pants pee-pee. for samurai. Oh, uh, like, okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, But, yeah, you know, there's, uh, you know, and there's there's a lot of really bad horror stories. I think I really got off lucky with having to only do uh, Bloodpool, Vorax, uh, Golden Bat and um, Slippery Sucker, which are, you know, NMs that nobody ever camps. I mean, we've all heard of Golden Bat, but nobody gives a crap. <laughs> and then blood pool vorax and the and the slippery sucker nobody's eat, i don't think i've ever even heard of i've he-
3: i haven't heard of either of them until just now
1: <laughs> at least you can get uh, at least you can make some money now with uh, the lady ladybug farming that's true that's true but
3: see so- everyone's doing this now, so prices might not stay. <laughs> You we'll know, that's,
2: up. that's no, 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 no. That's a good that's a good point with people like, you know, because uh, certain tiers of, of trial the of imagines, you got to kill like 400 plantoid mobs like the one that I completed last night or 400 or 300 ladybugs, which is the one that I'm on, I'm on now. Um, and of course, those those have drops. Um, and, you know, how is that then going to affect the economy for people who like farm? ladybug wings you know what Mm -hmm. i mean um that that's that's a that's a really interesting question i i have no idea but i think people
1: farm ladybug wings so they can npc it because the stack goes for 9k so they don't really uh, sell it on the auction house right right well color means
3: stupid then but i feel like a lot of (laughs) uh, well a lot of nms that people don't camp which makes the i mean for low levels some of the drops might be slightly expensive for low levels, but I guess like now that everyone's camping stuff like golden bat, I mean there's going to be a lot more caves going around the auction house, Stuff. Like I still that.
2: sold mine so, for 10k.
3: But I mean, okay, but no, I, no you definitely. It's also new though, so yeah. it may drop down a little farther in the future.
2: No, you probably got a point there, but I mean, of the three times I killed him, I only got one. So
3: that's I, true.
2: I don't think I don't think folks are going to be hanging around like I want that second keep.
3: That's true, but I mean, you never know. I feel like it'll drop at least a little.
2: Well, but but comparatively, like you know, those nms again. I think they the the reason that they used some of the nms that they did were like, well, this thing is always up. You know what I mean? Like nobody ever kills it. Like like uh, elusive Edwin. That is the most non elusive NM I've ever <laughs> seen. I've run past it every time I want to go farming in Zeta. I mean, literally every single time. I don't even. I've never even heard of
1: that mob.
0: Because he's one it. of
1: the newer NMs that um, almost oh. all of them are like time spawns. Yeah, oh, okay. they were the added for hunt registries with uh, synergy.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and of course the synergy is useless, and so is the drop. The drop, by the way, gives you Dex plus one when you have a thief in the party.
0: Hmm. Well, since you never really want a thief in your party, yeah.
2: exactly
0: it's useless oh, all the time.
3: My <laughs> thief was awesome when I was leveling it. Don't. I
1: just th- said. Yeah, it. but nobody was inviting you.
3: That's true. But when I did get a party, I was owning. I my sneak. Okay, if I had a sneak attack, and Viper Void, dancing at. I- oh my gosh, I did like eight hundred damage, and everyone else was doing like two hundred. <laughs> so don't even you say also- thieves are stupid. Thieves are awesome. You
0: mm-hmm. were also fighting Calibri. Admit it. Shh. Right, <laughs> that's why and any dig you can make it callow at thieves i mean i think you just have to take the opportunity it's like it's like a that's what she said joke <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's true that's true so uh i think I, I i think we can now move on to uh the VNM system that came out these are the Voidwalker walker nms that uh have a, a a tie-in to the upcoming abyssia add-ons yeah. um
0: I think that's fantastic. I love the fact that it this this is, like, they don't they didn't do this as much as uh, like uh, World of Warcraft it spends three days getting ready for their update, where they just toss things at you. Like when they did Wrath release, they they did this whole like you know zombie takeover thing. Mm-hmm. And this this is they did it right before um they they did a smidge of it right before Wings, and they did but they did more of it before, uh, um, Ottergon. When they, I mean, Limbus was technically a little bit related to that because you know you talked to some guy that was supposed to be from the Near East and he gave you gear that looked like it was from the Near East and it did actually look like gear that you could get there.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I agree. Um, I I think that that's uh, you know that that's cool that they're already out there with with the uh, Abyssia concept. I think that that they kind of needed to. They're definitely trying to drum up the hype to sell these things. Um, but uh, but what's cool about the system is that it reminds me very much of ZNMs without the Zenny without without the tedious bullshit attached to it because Mm -hmm. i I mean you know for as much as i've i've complained about trial imagine there was no like tedious prerequisite thing that you had to do you just talk to the moogle get your weapon and boom let's go let's start killing things camping nms and it's kind of the same thing where all you do is you talk to this guy he gives you your crystal and then you start going to to zones and you know, slash heal and, and see if something pops up. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Like I, I definitely dig how, uh, how, how they've initiated it.
0: I completely agree. I like it a lot better than ZNM. Although ZNM mm-hmm. would be a great system if it didn't have that, or if the, you yeah. know, pictures were worth a, a 10 times what they're worth
2: now. Yeah, no, that's, that's uh that's a really, really good point. Um, you know that's the I, that that was what prevented me from getting into to ZNMs myself. I've been out there, you know, to kill a couple of ZNMs, but I've never, you know, worked towards a pop set or any of uh, anything it's like frustrating. that. Yeah, because it, it. yeah, it's too it's too tedious. And I mean, you know, good for them trying to trying to you know get some attention paid to this new uh, you know concept that that they tried to to bring into the game. But it just it, you know at every level, it just feels like it didn't work, and that it's just so. Oh tedious
0: some of the gear from it is also interesting yeah i mean uh, some, some of, of the gear's good, great some of it's very good some of it's you know pretty good but it, it's interesting enough to let you so that you know that somebody in your group is going to say hey i want x so let's go do x and ZNM, they either drop too much or they're, they're just kind of weird you know like do i really want this no.
2: Yeah, no, that's the uh, that's a good point. Um, uh, a lot of you know the a lot of the Dark Knight gear that came out from that I, uh, from ZNMs. I decided that I didn't want any of it, and the only thing that I would want from ZNMs is uh, the the Naggle Ring. Yeah, the Nagle Ring, the the Red Great Sword. Um, and I mean, even then, you know, stat wise, it's only like okay. It's not fantastic. I would definitely, I would take the trial of the Magians' weapon that I'm working on any day over this other thing, you know. Um, and and so yeah, I think that if you're going to make us do ridiculously tedious stuff to to get gear, at least make it worthwhile. That's uh, yeah. and 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 I'll agree with you, Ring. That while trial of the Magians is extremely extremely tedious, it's also got. You're right, some of the best rewards uh, uh, out of there. I mean, and, and, and I'd love to see how, how they're going to expand it to gear and what kind of gear we're going to end up seeing come out of it. Um, I do
0: hope at some point that they go back and say, okay, and you can trade your Hagen now. Uh, I, I don't we, know how they're going to do gear if they're not going to do that kind of thing because I, I'm not going to give up my Usakine set to mm-hmm. unless the gear is the, the gear you get from it is fantastic. Now it may be fantastic. And I don't really understand how you would upgrade it, really, because the whole weapon thing is about killing mobs. I mean, when you take certain amount of damage in your, you know, in in this gear to get it, get it upgraded. But I don't know.
2: Yeah, you know, and that's uh, that's a it's a good question. Um, you know, they've they've tried to do customizable gear in a couple of different ways. You know, first we had the Fields of Valor uh nms that you can pop that gave you random augments sometimes horrible augments or if you're isman amazing augments yeah sometimes yeah sometimes they're incredible like i've seen westkits with like four, five, six int on them i mean just ridiculous stuff um so you know it's it, it's 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 it felt like such an incomplete system because it's so random you know yes. It it it's not determined by how well you did on the NM. It's not determined by when you trade the item or when you pop the NM. It's nothing. There's no like no certain way that you can assure that yes, I'm definitely going to get uh, at least one decent augment out of that. And so for someone to take you know a, a piece of gear that 100K, 200K, you know, and and try to augment it through that system, it doesn't end up making it work so you get great augments on crappy gear and that's kind of frustrating um and then you know you've also got got synergy now where you know the the evileth and the, the the ability to customize is very 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 situational um so you know here's this new system the rewards are great what you got to do is so tedious, but uh, you know, the rewards are, are totally worth it in the end. So now, how do they take that system, which I think is probably the most successful system of the three, and expand outward on it so that uh, it encompasses uh, much more than uh, you, know, than, um, you know, Synergy and Fields of Valor?
3: I'm really just hoping that this ends up evolving into a way to keep your gear when you hit 99 and not just make everything obsolete. Because, I mean, the gear I have, I've just worked so hard for, and I don't want to just see it go bye-bye.
1: This first introduction might be uh, their way of, you know, testing the waters, you know, let people ha- get the free weapons, no less, to try this system out before they, you know, trade in their haygun or something, you know?
3: That's true, I guess. I
2: hope. It's possible. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening, but uh, you know, lots of interesting stuff there uh, with uh, with the March updates. Um, we're gonna take a short break here and uh, let it kick to some music. Um, some uh, some. This is a, actually a Final Fantasy remix, a Final Fantasy XI remix that was sent to us uh, by a fan, so that uh, we can. Uh, we can uh, freshen up and get get ourselves some <laughs> drinks and stuff like that, and then we'll be back and uh, we'll uh, talk about the uh, the server merger and uh, the game's future and uh, also Limit Break Radio's future. So uh, we'll be back in uh, in just a little bit and uh, enjoy the remix. Welcome back uh, to episode 51 for Limit Break Radio, uh, talking about uh, a lot of Vana, uh, VanaFest 2010 stuff, uh, but also this uh, most recent March update. The couple of tracks you heard there were uh, two new remixes from Evangela, and uh, those will be available for download along with this episode posting, uh, so uh, look forward to that. Cool, cool remixes, too. I, I dug the crap out of them. Uh, All right. So uh, we were talking about uh, VNMs, but uh, I I still want to stay on the topic of VNMs because I I do like this new this new system. Now, um, uh, let's talk for just a second about how these things are popped, because we mentioned that they've it's like ZNMs, but they've taken the Zenny out of the picture. So, uh, uh, you know, what do you what are what do we look to do uh, when popping these new VNMs?
1: Well, what you, want to go, uh, what you want to do is you go to Rulud Gardens and you talk to the new NPC. Uh, I forgot his name. The guy who uh, looks like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, uh, his name is Asai Nibame. Which and is a first. Yeah, which is actually an anagram for I am Abyssian. Pretty yeah. clever. And uh, you can buy a clear abyss site for 1,000 gil. And that is a key item you can use to track the various VNMs. Um, when you start off, it's just a clear um, abyss site, and you can go to any of the starter areas or um, the, the present versions or the past versions, yep. as well as, um, uh, I know that Latine and uh, Constat aren't in the past, so the linked areas like Jugner or pashel that's uh, the same area where you can, where you can pop s- uh, some of the same NMs as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you do a slash heal command, uh, you will get a message that will tell you in what direction and how far um the n m is and um, that 's when you start fighting your first tier um v n m yeah and
2: uh now ring you've fought some of these v n m s what do you, what do you think of the n m s themselves do they provide a substantial challenge for veterans mm-hmm.
0: uh, initially they do i i assume uh over time that they will be less and less uh less so once the fights get down but i mean just like anything in, in final fantasy 11 uh it's you know you can you don't have to worry about it scaling because you can scale it based on the number of people you bring they'll become it yeah. might be difficult now with an alliance and you know in a couple of months it might be difficult with you know uh 12 or 6 you know
2: yeah yeah so what's the highest tier that you've uh that you fought so far
0: Oh well we've fought the top tier um the dragons yeah we we fought it a couple of times uh the first two times didn't go so well. The last time was going very well, and then we decided that we decided to change the strategy about halfway through the fight we had Isman uh tanking it uh with um uh another tank to move off so that if he died. Then we'd have somebody else's backup rather than having two tanks taking damage the whole time uh, because you really don't need more than one tank tank at a time. The other tank moved off uh, to get behind the mages so he was out of the way. Uh, the uh, is got hit, lost hate because it, it, the transition had just happened, uh, and the mob went after the other tank. Uh, it the The mob moved maybe, you know halfway towards the majors and then disappeared, which is the most damnably frustrating thing about the new system is that if you, you cannot kite the tier three and the tier four is outside of their spawning. Is it, is spawning. it like,
2: is it like the new NMs that they uh, had added recently where if it goes the unclaimed, it, uh, where it goes unclaimed the for foamers. even, even a moment yeah, that they depop, that is it, frustrating.
0: It, 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 it is not the same, but I, I have not fought the foamers before that, the foam Wars had a different system I can go to that in a second, but the the this new system is if they're moved outside of a certain area they will despawn and really it's, yeah yeah it's it is a strict area as soon as it moves outside of that area it despawns Wow, uh, we would easily have beaten this if it wasn't for that right now we're storing up tier after that happened we're storing up tier threes so that we can pop them a bunch of a bunch of the time. The foam Wars had a different before this update i'm I haven't fought it since then, but the foam Wars before this update were uh if you if it does not have a target in range, it will despawn. That means if you wipe it, despawns, which I think it was designed to do. It was yeah. designed to prevent people from just solo kiting it for forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was annoying. But and it it led to a little bit of abuse where people would just run in and think they were you know, awesome. And then it would despawn and you would have to wait four to eight hours whenever the respawn is.
2: Uh, yeah. So they fixed, they fixed that or they, they changed it in some form in yeah, this in and last then, most recent. I don't update. know if
0: this fixed is a better one. I, I just, I don't think that the idea that you can't move it out of a certain range, I understand not wanting to kite it, but I mean, we, we put it in, whenever you spawn something, it always moves around a little bit. Yeah. We had moved it a little bit, and then we realized that the tank had moved even further away if he had just been on the other side of it so that it had just moved back towards its spawn point we would have been fine right but you know you know you live and learn that would have been a kill easy mm-hmm.
2: that's got to, know, that's got to be frustrating though in the moment especially because you know when in suffering such a, a, a an odd technical loss like that with a new system i mean that's that's just it's got to be ah, so frustrating
0: You live and you learn I mean there were There were a couple of people That were really upset with them And I said look It's the second night this is out Let's not get that worried about it Let's just You know we're, We're still learning the system
2: yeah. Do you think, because uh, uh, I, I think I, I read somewhere in the Starbreaker chat that they are planning at some point to even expand possibly out on the uh, the Voidwalker NM system.
1: Probably, because it has such a uh, deep tie into the new Abyssy system uh, that they'll probably add more tiers for the high-level um, players.
2: Yeah,
0: but the top-level mob is tough, but it's not like it's not anywhere close to like AV slash, you know, the, um, pandemonium ward, pandemonium ward. Yeah. Tough. So I, I, I would agree. I, I think that you could even get something else in between that. That, I mean, you still have like TM level mobs that, that, I mean, that mob is more like a, you know, Fafner ish mob. You know, I'm trying to compare it to other mobs that people may have fought, but it's definitely not TM level where it's going to take an hour plus to kill it just because it's got so much MP and it resists everything. I mean, it resists a lot of magic, but it doesn't necessarily resist you know melee or ranged
2: well, do you think the 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 design intention is to uh is to make it? Uh, a, a more accessible system for uh, a, a smaller amount of of players I mean because yeah. a, a lot of the a lot of the challenge that uh ls's have been have been seeing especially before the the server merge was dwindling population of the server dwindling attendance at events and so you know i I have to wonder how many of these uh, of these new events are designed for for smaller, in general, smaller groups,
0: I, I, I think that this is. I think this is more accessible than other things that have been added. Uh, you can do this pretty quickly. Uh, you do require a group, but the, depends depending on the quality of player. It can be large, it can be small. Uh, you can stop at any point in time. You can say we're only going to go up to tier three. We're not going to, you know, do the tier four. Uh, like I said, while we use an alliance for the blob that we did last night. We're already we're, we're already to the point where we can decrease the amount that we use against uh the the fairy and against um the the what's the other? Oh, the crab. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've only done one of the vampires so far, so I'm, I and I wasn't there for that fight. So I've gotten a lot of the ring drops, which are pretty
2: nice. So yeah and and I was actually just about to get onto that. Um, let's talk about the rewards for doing VNMs because um, you know, if they're designed for smaller groups of people, one may extrapolate from that, that the rewards may not be as satisfying as something that you get from another current end game system, say for, you know, salvage sky, sea, what have you, whatever it is. So, uh, let's talk about some of the drops that we see from these VNMs.
1: Um, so for, uh, for the VNM patterns, there are several paths that you can, uh, uh, th- that's something that we should uh, mention as well, because, uh, the first two tiers with the crystal, Um, You can track them anywhere, but once you fight a Tier 2 mob and defeat him, it will change colors. And depending on the color, you have to follow that path. Like, if you get an orange crystal, you can only pop uh, the Tier 3 mob in Gustaberg or Paschao. Mm -hmm. So that's something you got to consider as well. And... um, Let's go down to the drops.
2: Well, it, let's let's mention first of all that it doesn't seem like any of these tier one mobs have drops at all.
3: Mm-hmm. Seems like question marks on the
2: wiki. Yeah, it seems like yeah. uh, like either the what whatever gear they have is at such a low drop rate that it it hasn't dropped yet, or there are no drops. So
0: there, it's probably there are no drops. Those mobs are very easy. Mm-hmm. Some of them you have to go through a lot of them just to get. The next tier.
2: yeah yeah, so uh some of the uh, some of the things that uh that we see with uh with like tier two you've got like the the fierce belt which is you know attack fifteen um uh the backlash torque which is uh attack plus eight counter plus one so a uh, a lot of kind of like uh you know middle of the road sort of gear uh, I, I, not a lot coming out of tier two that. Would seem like uh, like a like a make or break piece, right? Um, and uh, I mean, you got you got a lot more like uh, fatality belt, dex plus four, accuracy plus four, uh, latent effect increases critical hit rate. Um, and you know when we when we covered this system on LBR, we'll get into an enormous amount of detail. So. Tier three is where you start seeing some really decent pieces of gear, starting with uh, with a, uh, an NM like uh, Kreb Katoa. You uh, you've got that, uh, and we mentioned this on the limit breaking news, but you've got the Akubin's helm, which is uh, accuracy minus ten, a couple of uh, uh, a couple of uh, elemental adjustments, and then haste plus six percent. So that haste plus six—that is the most haste that you can get on your head it in in, in, like at all, right? I, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think so.
3: Yeah. yeah, I think so too. So, it's I
0: also mean, the largest amount of accuracy lost in one piece. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but
3: that's a lot of accuracy. Is different. Yeah. I mean, is it worth it? I don't know.
2: It, it's it. it yeah, uh, that is uh, that is a good question.
3: You can make it up for it in other pieces of gear with the haste. So I'm not sure if that that few percent haste is really that worth it not sure.
0: Yeah. It's, it's hard to hit the accuracy cap on, especially on harder mobs. Uh, you can hit it on things like XP mobs uh, but I, it, it, there's a question there's a calculation that can be done to kind of figure out what is, what, what are the point what's your point of accuracy versus the point of haste where you know, is, is a point of haste worth losing 10 accuracy and for most people I would think it would be the case it's not but I'm going to let people better at math figure that
2: out for me. <laughs> well, they, there are also these uh, these rings, these great rings that uh, everyone's been talking about. Uh, again, going to, to back to Crab Katoa, the Krakka ring, which is mine plus six, mag, magic accuracy plus one, which is great. That's a great ring. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, other ones include, uh, you know, agility plus six, ranged accuracy. I want the
3: corneas ring, the vitality plus six, and MIDI plus two.
2: Yeah, oh. there's some uh, there's some really great stuff. Um, the, the the this one, the beguiling collar, uh, HP plus twenty, MP uh, plus twenty, mity minus three boosts enmity decrease while taking physical damage.
3: That's pretty.
2: That's pretty cool. I mean, Very th- pretty. yeah, that's that, that's some uh, some nice stuff there. Um, but you know these, so these rewards that are that are coming out of uh, that are coming out of VNM's What do you overall? What do you guys think of them? Uh, and especially, I mean, we've also we didn't really touch on this very much, but we've got the you know the um, uh, tier four NM that uh, so far the drops that are listed are the the Galder Ring, which is uh, in plus six magic attack bonus plus one uh, Argonus leggings. Touched. Which are uh, fifteen uh, uh, defense fifteen? These are feet, by the way. Strength plus four, accuracy plus three, double attack plus two percent, slow plus four percent. So it seems like I mean some of these gear, uh, some of these pieces of gear, like that would be great if it didn't have that slow on it. The Akubin's helm would be great if it didn't have that accuracy loss on it. So uh, uh, opinions about uh, about
1: the individual pieces of gear. My Gruen's leggings seemed like uh, end feet for pup.
3: Yeah, Envy from Monk, it kind of sounds like. Because, I mean, all the Hecatomb gear has slow on it, too, and it's basically just weapon skill gear. That's true, yeah.
0: Uh, The rings are... At first, I thought the rings were fantastic, because there's very few... I mean, plus six in the stat is the best you can get out of any ring. Yeah. Uh, But, like, for example, for the plus uh, plus six agility, plus three ranged accuracy, that's really good, but... Since most people want to use a lot of accuracy when using Sidewinder, they'll tend towards a, you know Behemoth Ring or uh, or more strength uh, for that because the strength modifiers are a little bit better. Uh, it's that one's marginal now. The strength ring, the plus I think it's plus six strength, plus three attack. attack yeah, yeah. I mean, it's best in its That's yeah. That's
3: awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah. If yeah don't ever use anything else
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like a mini mars ring
2: yeah for sure but oh. uh i mean yeah so it seems like seems like some of the gear is is fairly marginal uh, at least in most cases
1: do you think that you might be able to use these drops for the trial later because they're so linked to each other in a way because you do need drops from the vnms in order to upgrade your trial weapons Oh, that—that's a good point. That I would kn-
3: be ridiculous if you could upgrade those. Though
1: <laughs> those
3: are already good. Well, you know,
1: like the tier two ones. That seem, you know, they are for level seventy five, and they yeah, have like true. these negative stats. And what if you could upgrade them and make them better with a trial of the magian system? I never thought about
2: that. That's that's an interesting idea. Maybe. Who knows? Because we know that. I mean, we already know that. Uh, obviously, Tom two, like you said that. Um, Trial of the Magians and VNM, uh, you know, the VNM system are already connected. Yeah, I wonder if it could go the uh, the, the reverse direction. That's a good question.
0: Yeah, everything changes in June. So, yeah, yeah, yeah really. For sure. So, it, it could very well, it could be very well that plus six of a stat in a ring slot is no longer important. That's true. In, in, in June, Square Enix is going to launch a. Nuclear strike upon <laughs> everyone here, and we're going to be standing around. And some people are going to be sitting around wondering where the local McDonald's is. <laughs> They'll have no clue what had happened. Uh, at least it's it's at least to get it's at least a good idea to, to get and keep in mind that everything is going to change in June, or everything at least everything could change in June.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's it, it. It almost it almost makes me wonder why we're talking about a lot of this because yeah, you're right. It it could everything could change in in June. Who knows? Um, but uh, but another one of the the big things that uh, happened with the March update was the server merger, um, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, that I mean obviously that's a that's a huge deal. Uh, uh, you know, getting rid of uh, a handful of servers. And uh, condensing populations. Cerberus is very crowded, I must say. At least it seemed that way, you know, the first point five
1: at peak time still.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's it, it, there's there's a lot of people. And, and what's nice about that, though, is that there are once again shouts in Whitegate for stuff. Um, and and you know stuff. I st- stuff I need. You know that's great. I I, I dig that. Um, so having having the servers feel a little bit more populated, um, I think I'm I'm a little bit more uh, uh, you know uh, uh, favorable towards logging in. You know maybe if there was like an assault, I needed. I didn't feel like shouting for three and a half hours to get three people. You know uh, that mm-hmm. that's that's a much faster process now. And you know there I definitely
0: read on BG. And, okay, it might take some digging, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but uh, uh, there was a person who went on Final Fantasy Auction House and took all the numbers for the servers and then compared what the new servers would look like. And it's surprising that, I understand that the numbers had kind of dropped down, but I thought that maybe they should have waited to do this server merger until after they had announced all this sweet new stuff, because on Odin, we were down to about 2k, uh, 2,000 people logged in I mean, like, uh, like NA peak time, like mm-hmm. after work, yeah, six seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, but now it's up to like three point five k, and that we haven't done a server merger. I mean, that's I right, guess yeah. they did allow people to transfer onto Odin, but I, there are a lot of people that are just playing now because of the update. This up pre- this update, and because of what they expect to be coming from the level cap increases. I mean, it's drawing in a lot of older players that were there before that, that had left before. Uh, so. I mean, you're looking at 4,500. I mean, 4,500 is only on a Saturday morning. You could be looking at not being able to log in because I think the server cap is 6,000. I can't remember exactly. I mean, I've only been locked out of logging in two times ever uh, because of the number of people on.
2: Do you think uh, do you think Final Fantasy 11 will start seeing uh, what wh- like what Wow sees on a much larger scale where uh, server population dips in between uh, in between content updates and uh, and and I mean especially you know right before a new uh, expansion hits that that Wow's population just skyrockets white right, right back up do you think that that we're kind of um, you know as an MMO suffering sort of the same syndrome where people People will play with the new content for a while, and then you know either they'll finish it or they'll get bored with it and just kind of move on to to whatever I don't know Modern Warfare two or something, and then uh, come come back when when we get new stuff. I mean, I th- I, I, I personally I think that that's a, a, a pretty good. Uh, uh, a pretty good uh, um, extrapolation of, of what could be happening happening on a greater scale. Um, I don't know. I, I I know that you know for for a while I was an advocate uh, of the server merger, and you know, uh, still I, I still think that it was a good idea because some servers were just so abysmally empty. I mean, you know, they kept Odin closed because they, they you know, I'm sure that they saw all right. Well, there's still x amount of people who could be logging in, even even though they're not but you know uh you know some of these some of these servers with just abysmally low population they had to do something um so you know i i i i can see where you're coming from ring but at the same time i still uh think that uh, that the server merge was probably the right thing to do
0: well i you know i'm on odin it's not a low population server so i don't really have that frustration so i would really defer to you guys on uh if he, if you are on a lower population server, if you thought it was a good thing, then it should, should definitely be considered a good thing.
1: Well, I don't I, think there's going to be much of a dip in the coming year because the, uh, they um, announced the level not level 99 cap um, to be in December. So we still have the full year um, of content. Yeah. So we don't real we won't really have you know a huge dip. You know if at if it had been like okay June it's going to be level 99 right away. You mm-hmm. know. And after that, then we might have seen a dip after you know people get into the end game content and more. Uh, but the way they spread the level caps over the year, I think people will you know remain in the game for at least the coming year.
0: I do have to say that it in the last, and I posted about this on my blog before, so people should read that. Uh, the in the last year, the uh, the content just was not very good, and. The the Some people liked the storyline, some people liked it, but for the people that were hardcore dedicated to the game, they moved on to other things. They were not entertained. Uh, this, the, like I said, this, the meta comments about it, this being focused on endgame, the, all the expansions being endgame focused, the raising of the level cap, this is the kind of thing that the hardcore people that you are kind of dedicated... That, not dedicated, but the, the people that kind of... When you see the numbers and you see those people always there, that's what's going to matter to them. They are going to come back, uh, and I think they're coming back because of the new content being much better than the last year, literally the last year of content not being that great.
2: I, I I will definitely agree with you that uh, the last year of content has felt a little bit lacking, but again, I think that they, uh, you know, especially things like, like Level Sync and Fields of Valor, you know, they were getting uh, this game to, to really, uh, you know, step up the rate uh, uh, at which you gain XP. And, you know, that's going to be a big thing come the the level cap increase. So I think one had to precede the other. But, um, you know, uh, the things that were changed in the last year that should have been changed three years ago, um, you know, uh, the, a lot of this stuff I, I, I kind of left me wondering, why, why, why didn't they do that sooner? That's a great idea. Why didn't they try to implement something like this sooner? And I think There's a lot
0: of so times where I just yeah. say why didn't they do this like i love that they're coming now but why wasn't this sooner yeah
2: yeah yeah and i mean you know of course as as fans and of uh regular users of the game a lot of times we see these glaring uh you know these these glaring frustrating things within the game or or you know these errors or things that would just make make things you know all around more easy and less tedious for no apparent reason you know what i mean um so you know yeah i mean it, it i can i can see uh how some of that may have eluded them but i mean you know things like fields of valor like that's not a hard concept they could have put that in so long ago um but you know i i i definitely i, I like i i definitely understand where you're coming from and you know a lot of the peripheral stuff, uh, you know, bell commands and and stuff like that, just, you know, stuff that nobody used, Um, you know, get get rid of that. And I think that they figured that out. And I don't know if that was that was a symptom of uh, double developing 11 and 14. And, you know, maybe uh, with with 14 on the verge of release, they're going back and and focusing again on. I don't know what the answers are that those any number of those could be. Uh, an answer, but um, you know. On on the other hand, uh, it's it, they're they're at where they need to be now. Um, maybe it's a year late, maybe it's a two years too late, but they're at where they need to be now. And the fact I agree with you, Ring. The fact that they're focusing once again on end game content and everything that we're going to be getting, nearly everything that we're going to be getting is going to be focused on end game content. I think that that shows that they're committed to uh to, to developing this game past what you know what even we the fans had expected. Um I don't think anyone expected that level 99 announcement. No I don't I can't uh, know. I, mm-hmm. I can't I can't find one person that was like, "Oh dude, I totally knew that they were going to raise the level cap."
0: There's always that occasional person that was like, "I told you so. I told you so." Yeah. But, you know, they were just tossing that out as a random they, they, they didn't even expect it. They were just saying, "Oh, they could totally do that."
2: I I have yet to, you know, I have yet to see, uh, I had yet to read one blog before VanaFest 2010 that hadn't even mentioned a level cap, you know, in any kind of
0: serious way. In 2008, (laughs) 2008, I made a post that said they could raise the level cap to 80, not to 99, to 80, and it wouldn't ruin the game. And Mm -hmm. so...
2: Well, I think that's what everyone initially f- figured when the, when you know the the video was out and and we saw from seventy five to seventy six, everyone was like, oh yeah, we're going to eighty, all right. And then they were like ninety nine, and then it's like, wh- wait, what? Are you kidding? Is this yeah. serious? Are you guys trying to like prank me? Is it April first? What is it like? Are you? And and no, it's total utter
1: complete and utter seriousness. Raising it up to eighty and not offer new content. Uh, you know, bring it up to 99 and with the whole new content makes people, you know, some have something to look forward to. I mean, personally, I hit my first 75 job like in January. You guys have been 75s for years now, and so maybe for you guys it felt like it was too late. But, um, when I, I started a little bit later than most players, and I've been, I've took my sweet time to get to 75, but ev- all the updates that have been. Uh, coming on my path like fields of valor and certain expansions becoming easier uh it 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 was really nice and it uh, even when i heard the news of level 99 it was just something for me to look forward to um while i'm already enjoying while i'm still enjoying the game so maybe it's for you guys because you've been semi five for years now that feels like it's coming a little bit too late I don't. I don't think
2: it's coming too late at all. I actually. I think that this is a, a really great time. I, I'm 100 percent behind the level 99 uh, thing uh, all around. Uh, just because I, you know, I love playing Dark Knight. I don't really mm-hmm. want to play any other jobs. Even though now I have to level up my sub jobs. You know, some somehow I'm okay with that. You know, because the fact it's
1: so, it's so much easier now. The
2: fact. That, the fact that I speed. keep. I, I get to keep building on on my Dark Knight on the class that I really really enjoy. And and I get to um, you know even the thought of these these new merits that come at level ninety nine I mean like all of that stuff just gets me really excited to to play the game again and I mean Tom too you can uh, you know both you and now Vicky can can attest I, I have been logging in quite more frequently yeah. than yeah. than I, I was uh, before the update and um, you know that
0: true sure with a lot of people I mean our our. We, we we we're on a pretty big LS but i mean it was packed to the gills today Yeah, and it, that was a late sunday afternoon i mean it's
2: you know and and that's cool. that's totally awesome that's what this i think that's what this game is needed for for a while yeah
3: and like mm-hmm. i totally i totally agree with what you're saying however like if you look at it, people that have been playing like me and have a million 75s and i love all of them and i want to make all of them super freaking <laughs> awesome that just sounds like so much more work i'm gonna have to do now like i finally got all these jobs and they're all pimped out and they're all super cool and now i have to do it all over again like the past six years have been for nothing and i have to do it all over <laughs> but, uh, but
0: uh, it hasn't it's gotten to 75 so you, i know. You, you know i mean it's not a bad thing I,
3: I'm behind the 99 thing like I'm pretty excited it's just I just have so much work to do like when 14 comes out I don't even know how I'm going to play both like I was originally planning on playing both and you know keeping my 11 account around and like doing a few new endgame things but I mean now I have to level everything oh my gosh I don't even know.
2: Well, and I think I think it's really fascinating because uh, I don't you don't see MMOs do this very often where they come back and they're like, oh, guess what? All this hard endgame stuff that you've been working at doing now—that's shoved right in the middle. You know. yeah, well, the thing with WoW, what WoW does is that they take their content, and anytime new content comes out, the, the rewards completely outweigh the old content. So there is yeah. no incentive to do old content. There's no incentive to do Burning Crusade content. There's no incentive to do original WoW content. It's just focused on Lich King. And I don't think that's I don't think that's the intention that Square Enix has by raising the level cap. I don't think that they're trying to um, make make current end game obsolete. I think that they're moving the scope in general of what end game is and shoving that towards the middle, as opposed mm-hmm. to completely making that obsolete. And I think that that's a really great way of uh, of. Uh, you know coming at your your MMO and and still making it um you know still making that old content that original content uh, uh valid and and worth doing i mean you know with with level 99 are people going to stop doing cops to get c probably not they're going to stop doing rise of the zillart to get sky most of them have you know most of them have it already but these new players they're not going to be able to just skip all that stuff i agree uh-
0: I did want to say that the this is a great shot in the arm for Final Fantasy 11 it's you know for all those people who are saying oh it's a dead game like they have no clue
3: yeah oh my gosh speaking of that i was at that convention on saturday and i went to a panel called square enix owns your soul and they talked about a whole bunch of different like um square enix titles that were good and bad and all that and we were just talking about 14 coming out and the guy behind me is like i don't even know why they're making 14 they already made 11 and that sucks if it even has any more subscribers left i'm like what are you talking about you're like totally clueless
0: and he also about yeah. guaranteed. Yeah, I just
3: wanted to um, punch this guy in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he was sitting
3: behind me, and I seriously, I just wanted to fling my arm back. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me.
0: This would be this this coming year would be fantastic if they implemented it a year ago, mm-hmm. or if the content from the last year was that content and some other stuff to make that that provided the interest uh, for everyone. Yeah. Uh, it, so it may seem, a lot of people seem it is a little, uh, it's too little too late, but I don't think the so- server logins indicate that as As of right now, they kind of indicate that people are really into it. Uh, so, but I, I wish, it's not that I think that they're trying to save something or they're trying to make up for something. I think they just made a decision last year that they were going to go in a certain direction and that was not a good direction. That's a, why a lot of people left. Uh, and that this was, I mean, I thought they were going to go into this manifest and say, we're going to have, you know, they're just going to, you know, what's it called, Uh, keep on course or whatever, not Mm -hmm. stay the course, there you go, and not create anything that greater new. And this really, they really did for the first time ever really, you know, massively impressed me.
2: Yeah, you know, and and uh I think it's pretty safe to say that in, you know, in the last year, the the target demographic for all of those updates were bringing new players into the game. And with a game that's 7 years old, that's tough. I mean, I, did, I don't know how many new players were brought in with things like level sync and fields of valor. I'm sure that there were some, but I think that the uh, the the attention that was not paid to end game content left veteran players very frustrated and so that's you know like all uh, suddenly all those 75s that were shouting in white gate and um, you know and uh, and trying to get things done and 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 doing missions and stuff like that suddenly those players were gone because they were too frustrated you know um and and uh, you know, even some of the even more veteran players that had already finished, uh, you know, uh, Sky and Sea and Salvage and, and Limbus and all of that, they had nowhere to go. They were done. They they had nothing to do. They would just be helping out other people that needed stuff. And, and you know, like, I, I, I don't I don't agree with with kind of the selfish nature of that, but that's the truth. So, yeah, I think that that. Contributed to uh, to to the dwindling server populations for a long, long time, um, and and the drastic level of of resurgence that that the server populations have seen since this update and since uh, Vonifest, uh I, I think is 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 a true measure of that. Agreed. So uh, you know we've we've talked uh, you know a lot uh, really about the game's future. Um, and uh and and you know what kind of impact these announcements at VanaFest 2010 will have on the game that we know um, but I, i'm just kind of I'm just kind of curious starting with ring three w- w- really what do you see the future of of Final Fantasy 11 being at this point
0: Well, the great thing is that I, I don't know the only concern i have is that as the level cap increases the challenges for fighting things at level 75 obviously goes down it goes down very quickly because of how the game mechanics work Mm -hmm. but uh my concern is that they have the content to keep up with the expansion of the level cap as long as they have that as long as they have mobs for people to fight it it should be
2: perfectly fine yeah no i i agree i i i'd hate to uh to see something, uh, you know, from uh, from say Abyssia, like we did from the original three add-ons, I think that they've got to go back, um, you know, from the ground up and really, you know, decide what what makes an what makes uh, an add-on. How much content are we going to be p- placing with this? If we, I think, if we get new zones. And, you know, new places to explore and new mobs to kill, not just a string of like, oh, well, go to this place in, uh, you know, in Ronfair and touch this like uh, sparkly point, And then you get warped to go kill one of these Abyssia mobs. I think that that would be a really big cop out. Uh, I, well, think, I think that they've, they've definitely what they've poised is. For is uh, basically an expansion in three chunks. It mm-hmm. costs about as much as an expansion, thirty dollars, and I think that you should get the content of that expansion. Yes, and, I completely agree. And so, you know, the, if if they don't step up the level of content that they deliver with the Abyssia expansion, uh, I'm I'm not sure what kind of future uh, uh, we really have in Final Fantasy XI.
0: As much as I hate to say it, because I love the storylines that are in Final Fantasy XI, but this really needs to be, you know... Areas and yeah. mobs and well, it's supposed to be but,
3: new but battlefield areas and stuff, for,
2: right? For sure. Yeah, they've said they've said that. Uh, though, you know, when they say battlefield, they say a lot. <laughs> yeah, when they well, I mean, when they say battlefield areas, are they talking about uh, you know a wanderable zone, or are they talking about new BCNM areas? You know what I mean? Uh, it, no. That the the terminology is very vague, and until they come out and really say, yes, you're getting new zones, and this is you know like this is kind of like what it's going to be like and and you know until we get more details from them we we, you know we're just on the other side of the fence just you know throwing wild guesses out there but uh, i still stand by my statement unless it's something that's substantial and and by substantial i mean feels like genuine content I, i'm sorry i i don't feel like the add-ons were genuine content the the story mm-hmm. well
1: you have to remember that in regards to the three uh the last three add-ons they added those to let people revisit you know the older areas like the zillard and the original mm-hmm. areas and it wasn't so much for new areas to explore or anything. Right. It was to get players to re-explore those old areas. Abyssia, like you said, is probably an expansion in three chunks. That's what I'm
2: hoping, at least. That's, that's
0: yeah,
1: I mean, It should be. Let's, it well, should let's be
0: realistic. The last three scenarios were created so they could have the development team work on Final Fantasy XIV. I mean, as much as I didn't want to admit it at the time, it is now, mm-hmm. in retrospect pretty obvious that that was the yeah. case yeah yeah
3: no, i mean think of all the areas in the world we haven't gone to yet like the mithra homeland and the, like the far well, east and the gigas homeland i mean there's so much i just like are we ever gonna go there
0: well that that's my question is after abyssia is done because abyssia is give us another it, it, set of end game, ex, you know mini expansions or are we ever gonna see more land real land continent area expansion expansions.
2: yeah no that's the, i think that that's also a very valid question and i think um uh, you know i uh, ring While while i agree with you to an extent about uh you know your assessment of the original add-ons i think another purpose that it served in a very good purpose that it served was to see does this distribution method mm-hmm. work can can we make Content available, uh, you know, to, to purchase in ten dollars chunks, and will it be successful? And I think the answer that they found, even though the content wasn't exactly what we as players wanted, they found that yes, they can sell the, They can use this uh, business model when approaching new content. And I think if we do see new content, because you know, if they tested the distribution method, that's great. Now, if they can, if 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 with this next. Uh, you know, set of, um, uh, set of, uh, add-ons, if they can take, you know, take and say, Hey, does that distribution method that, that distribution method works now? Can we take a conceptualized expansion, you know, cut it up into three chunks and do use the same delivery method? Uh, you know, that's that, I think that that's, that's a great way to do it with, with Abyssia being in an alternate quote unquote alternate universe.
1: Um, and and you it know, it would the, also give them. Uh, it would also give them more, you know, a, a, a faster notice on fixing things, um, mm-hmm. based on you know the the previous add-ons. Let's say they after the first add-on, they notice you know um, according to player feedback, they have to change certain certain things. They can they can still you know go back and do that before the second chunk uh, goes in and so on. Yeah. Instead of you know having an entire expansion ready you know that you buy for 30 bucks only to have run into all kinds of things that they should have been testing or something you know now we can you know test the new areas or expansion in chunks yeah so they can you know I, fix it on the fly
0: they could present it in the way they presented cop which is here's a new area this update Here's a, I mean, like the areas were in the game already, but like you couldn't access them. But they had mobs; they were filled out rather than what they do with like, uh, or even they even did it with uh, Ottergon a little bit, where you couldn't go into Nazul Isle yet. You couldn't go into a bunch of new areas. Right. You know, the do it in update chunks, and as long as as long as there's new areas to explore and things like that, I will be I will be pretty happy with it. it, it ultimately, the in the end, it's good content sells, whether it's storyline content or storyline content. It's, it's harder to sell that because you know, you're not going out there and killing new stuff all the time. This Abbasi just, or Abyssia just seems to work because you're going out there and you're killing new stuff. So make good content. People will buy it.
2: Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree. And I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, while I'm uh, a little bit apprehensive to see what, what happens, I'm also very excited uh, you know, for the future of Final Fantasy 11. And, uh, and I mean, you know, Square, Square Enix, I think, and uh, uh, I may eat my words, Square Enix, I think rarely disappoints, especially with, with stuff regarding 11, the last year, not really withstanding, because, you know, there, while there were some gems that, that, you know, came out in the last year and, and some really good stuff that came out in the last year, the majority of it was, was not, uh, uh, up to par with, with what the players would want. And, um, you know, yeah, they've, they've got, I mean, they've got their proving to do. And I mean, you know, they, they came out of the gate very, very strong at, at So, uh, but, uh, but who knows where, uh, where we could end up being, uh, you know, in the, in the next, uh, you know, year or so. Um, you know, in a year from now, uh, uh, you know, what what are what are we going to be looking at for the future of uh, of FF11? Who knows? Um, but for the next year, we've got a pretty good idea of what we can expect. So uh, I, I also appreciate that, that at VanaFest, they kind of laid out their plans for the next year, what we're getting and what updates. So we kind of know what to expect already. Continuing on with uh, with thoughts about the future of uh, of FFXI, Tom,
1: too, uh, what what do you think? i am just looking forward to the content um i gotta say i'm still pretty fresh to all the end game content uh, that i've been trying out but at the same time you know um i'm glad that the people that i've been playing with you know some say they started to get a little bit bored of the content i'm glad they got something to look forward to now and um, and i'm i i just gotta you know head on to leveling my sub job some more now yeah yeah that's that's another thing that i've been working i mean on. hey i capped my club skill last night yay congrats and that's awesome now for for what now <laughs> <So>. <laughs> to to
2: continue capping it Yep.
0: Um I've already started uh leveling my sub jobs.
2: Yeah, no, I I have two a lot of people have. I've gone back and decided to, uh, you know, now's now's a good time to get them up to, you know, uh, 49 uh just before that uh, that level cap increase. I know that I've been doing that with my Sam. I've already got it done with my warrior. Um so that leaves thief and dancer and ninja. Oh boy. So Vicky, what about you? What do you think uh what do you think about the uh, uh the future of Final Fantasy 11?
3: I really don't know. I mean, I think it's a great like a great business idea to keep all these uh updates spread out and be adding content over the whole year, but I mean, by December when we hit 99, I mean, hopefully 14 will be out by then. So I'm not honestly sure how many people are going to jump ship to that game or what. I'm certain more server transfers are probably going to have to happen. Well, that's, I, um, think,
2: I think that's the other thing. There, there is a lot of talk about you know what kind of impact Final Fantasy XIV's release will have. But, uh, A, this is Square Enix. When was the last time that they met, met a release deadline? Can anyone remember? True. I mean, they have they you know, not—not to—not to rag on them at all, but I, you know, much like many other video game companies, they inevitably, I think, will end up pushing this back. It, it would be. Awesome to think that we'd be that we would be able to play FF 14 by Christmas of, uh, you know, of this year. But I I think to actually expect that is a little bit unrealistic. I don't know. Uh, You know, uh, it it could be that they have been working way harder on 14 than we have any idea of and that, you know, um, it could be way more done than we know. But with, uh, you know, with beta testing just starting this month. You know, it it kind of makes you think. There's a, if you've ever been a part of a beta test, you know how broken that game is the first time you log in. Uh, the the first one that comes to my mind is Matrix Online. That was the most broken MMO in beta form I've ever seen, ever in my life. And you know, if if we get in and 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 dis- and find out that wow, a lot of this game is not is not complete. You know, I I think it's I think it's entirely re- reasonable to think that. We could see it being, you know, we could see this uh, uh, FF14 being pushed back, but you know the the amount of content that they've laid out for Final Fantasy XI is for the next year. So we, like I said, we know what what to expect for the next year and what's coming, and I and I think that that is definitely a plus. You know, not knowing uh, you know for so long not knowing what was going to be coming with the next update until we saw the note on play online and then we start looking at images and saying, "Oh, well, I guess we're getting wings of the goddess and you know, missions with this one." And it's like, "Well, who could not guess that?" But you know, it's it's more like now we have an idea of what to expect with Final Fantasy 11 and and frankly no idea what to expect with 14. So, uh, you know, that's it's really interesting that that, you know, uh so many people are, are are already thinking about how fourteen is gonna impact their uh their playtime for ff eleven. And I think that that's that may be a little bit premature in, a, at this point. So um I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you by any means. So
3: and I think we'll at least have a see a solid like population until the end of the year. I mean they're adding I mean with the level cap increasing each time, there's I mean I mean, I'm, I'm plenty of people have been playing long enough to have multiple jobs to need to level. So, I mean, by the time they hit 80 on about four or five jobs, they're going to have to hit 85. So I think people will be playing for a while at least.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, I think that, uh, that you definitely have got a good point there.
1: It's like uh, you mentioned in the last episode where uh, Neelia mentioned she had to, you know, leave for Sky. Now, how old is that? Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, who knows exactly for how long people will be doing the Abyssia and game content, you know.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. And then there's this whole process of of even figuring out um, you know, not only our new job mechanics that we're going to be getting, but how that how that works in effect uh with these new mobs too. Um, you know, frankly, at this point, we have zero idea and uh, that's always a, a pretty extensive process sometimes to figuring out how these mobs exactly work to the point where we still don't know how AV completely works. So, uh, you know, uh, there's there's also there's also that kind of consideration to give it to, you know, could we see any um, any, uh, 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 you know, content like like with salvage where it's not just an NM that you've got to figure out, but what conditions that NM pops in. Um, you know, uh uh salvage is basically a big puzzle. So, you know, will we see further events like that too? I hope so. I hope so too. I really do, because salvage was one of the most engaging events that I think I've been a part of.
1: They did mention on the on the Vanifest side that uh Abyssia content would be pretty manageable, uh like the a, what I call AF3 gear um that people can obtain them with the least amount of fuss that's what they said on the website so maybe they did have the dwindling player base you know in mind and knowing that you know there would be less people tackling the end game content like you know people did years ago mm-hmm. making it a little bit easier to manage with you know a smaller group of people
2: I think I think in general that uh, that a lot of the development method has gone from you know let's conceive of these huge giant epic events like we've seen with besieged and campaign mm-hmm. and now the problem with those events now is that with you know smaller population sizes you know, you go back into into campaign, and you know you don't have your nation has no zones. You know, you're not controlling any zones, especially with with things like the you know that new Shadow Lord BC and uh, splitting heirs, and um, you know the the specific campaign BCs that have these really fantastic rewards that come out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, big large scale events like like you have on the on the scale of of campaign they start becoming impossible when you have no one there to do them with when you don't have that that giant population you know it was it was a nice concept to say all right well you anyone can participate in this you don't have to be in a party you don't have to know people you can be solo and kill stuff and that you know and still receive something out of it I think that that's a really really fantastic idea but You know, I I don't think that they they really thought ahead and foresaw the problem of like what happens when you don't have enough people to even defeat one wave of of, you know, campaign mobs, much less two or three. You know what I mean? So that hasn't
1: been a problem in the past few days.
2: Yeah, no. And, and, uh, you know, I think that. that just knowing that and looking towards the future square enix is saying all right well maybe we don't have the people to f- pull off these large scale nms so let's scale it down and develop it for you know six to eight people or six to twelve or you know wh- what have you whatever that number is um and and i think that that's a smart way to do it because i, I you know things like Uh, You know, uh, uh, you know, HNMs and uh, uh, and stuff like that as they exist now, I don't think could continue to be manageable in the game's future. Mm
0: -hmm. It could be. It could not be. I I think scalability will be important in the future, Um, maybe with better rewards or more importantly, with better. With scalable rewards where. If you take an alliance, you'll get three drops. Well, if you take a party of six, you'll get one drop. So there's no disincentive to bring. In salvage, there's a disincentive to bring more people. Uh, for something like Fafnir, where you're trying to claim it, there's, an ins- there's a disincentive to bring less people. Right. It makes something where it, the rewards are based upon the number of people you bring, and it scales. So if you want to keep the number low, that's fine, but there's no benefit to keeping it low, and there's no benefit to making it high. But I think they're going to go with a lower end i mean that's just I think the scalability would be the best idea, and actually I think that's what most people would want but
2: no i think I think you're right. I think scalability and having uh you know having incentives to either bring more or less and and uh, yeah I, I definitely think that that's a that's a really great concept um although you know not one that we've seen squaring consciously develop for yet um sure. but but still a great idea. And yeah, if they could adopt that, especially for um, for for older content, you know what I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think that that's that's a great way to still make older content still valid.
0: Well, I don't think they have to worry about that so much. I mean, you can beat Fafter with six right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, there would be six good players, but and you can still lose it with eighteen. I mean, I've seen that happen last week. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the the point is that it's going to take fewer and fewer people. The, I mean, the difficulty with Fafnir will be that it's, you know, you still have to claim it.
2: Right, yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, the future of Final Fantasy XI is is very vast. And, um, you know, Square Enix hasn't given up on this game. Uh, you know, I, I know that I haven't given up on this game. A lot of people haven't. And it's just, it's nice to know that, you know, that uh, Square Enix is committed, is committed to developing the future of this game as we are to playing it. Um, so uh, you know, there's there's going to be so much to be uh, looking forward to in the next year, and I, I really uh, I really get a hundred percent behind all of these adjustments that uh, Square Enix has proposed. Um, so exciting stuff, and I think that it's a very very exciting time to be a Final Fantasy XI player. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, maybe not the best time, but I think one of the best times to be a Final Fantasy XI player.
0: I can't think of another a better time. Yeah, maybe maybe Treasure's launch but that's about it treasures
2: was sweet i mean you know most of the content that they delivered through treasures was awesome so yeah no i i I definitely um and uh and so uh you know uh, just while kind of we're on the subject i do want to talk a little bit about limit break radio's future because as some of you know uh you know uh, a lot of the hosts uh you know we we have of course we have personal lives um but a lot of us are are kind of getting older and uh looking to be moving on from uh from where we're living and uh where we're going to school. Uh for example, I graduate in August. It's kind of a kind of a scary thought. Um, Are you
0: saying you're getting older because you're graduating from college?
2: <laughs> well, uh you know, yes, that's that's one of the things, but okay. I I mean, Okay, I mean, youngin. <laughs> really? Back in my day,
0: I had to walk to college both ways barefoot in the snow uphill <laughs>
2: um but uh i mean it, you know uh, graduating and you know graduating college i know that uh uh you know some people have plans on uh moving elsewhere i would be one included i don't particularly want to uh, stick around mount pleasant michigan for the rest of my life um so in the next couple of months, uh, there are definitely going to be some really big changes. You might see some breaks. Uh, if we do have to take a break, we'll announce it. Uh, we'll still have uh, uh, you know network content that uh, that'll be uh, produced. Um, if it's going to be any kind of like extended break, we'll try to uh, we'll try to figure out some way to still be able to release some kind of limit break radio episode. Um, although I don't know what kind of form it will take,
1: so the you know- tattoo and Vicky show
2: done. <laughs> <laughs> who knows it, it you know anything could happen at this point um i think uh you know limit break radio's future <clears throat> is uh is is kind of uh as much up in the air as uh as final fantasy 11's future but i do want to say that we are committed to covering final fantasy 11 and we are committed to sticking around we, we don't intend on going anywhere um you know we whatever whatever changes in in our individual lives um you know we'll we'll try to be as open and transparent about it with you with you guys with you listeners as possible i know that you know so many people are invested in the show not only financially but very you know personally and enjoy the show very much and i don't want anyone to worry that limit break radio is going anywhere but you know moving and getting things set up and uh you know readjusting to to huge changes in one's personal life is going to take some time and it's going to take some uh some you know logistical effort on our part so uh please bear with us uh we'll have a little bit more about some of the possible changes in the future on the next episode so uh be sure to be on the lookout for that so I think that uh, that about wraps it up for our uh, our discussion topic of uh, of you know the the craziness that was VanaFest 2010 um, and uh, and so uh, let's uh, let's take a look at some emails here. Um, we'll start with uh, with this email here from Einwall. Says, uh, Taru, tar, greetings from the fabu- uh, to the fabulous host of LBR and PFA. I send this email to both at the same time. I hope that that's okay. Yeah, that's that's fine. I I, I don't think I hate Fusion X. I, I I can't remember. I might, but I don't <clears> think <throat> I do. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, I marvel at uh, the rate you all progress through the game, missions, end game, and leveling. Uh, I must be honest; I'm jealous. I would love to find groups that are uh, so focused that get so much done. Instead, I try to enjoy the game however I can. Uh, mostly, I level uh, one million XP, uh, uh, a blue soggy hat later, and uh, I'm on my tenth job to seventy-five. Wow, Ranger! Uh, and uh, I spam golden salvage on uh, my summoner with some mates that uh, help out here and there, but I would love to find a good group dedicated to events that I'm interested in and I know that there are people trying uh, you know, to do Nizul climbs finish COPs, Dynamis uh, and do Apoch etc. The problem is connecting with these people. Shouting is an option but it usually doesn't yield very good results. Uh, posting in forums doesn't seem to work very well either I've gotten pearls from people shouting only to have that LS split soon after. I think we all have had those stories. Um, if I hear a LS is recruiting, I look them up on FFXIAH, but that doesn't mean that they are good uh, and that they are, they are a nice group of people. When you guys talk about your in-game, uh, it is nothing but awesome stories. Whether someone got a rare drop or got nothing, it still is so neat to uh, to know that there are people actually working together. How would you guys recommend we find groups like yours uh, to take part in those awesome uh, in-game events? There, uh, is there an online recruiting resource that I don't know about? Do you guys know of any LSs that need people? Uh, um, well, uh campaign just started, so uh thanks for reading the email if this makes it on the show. Uh, uh shout out to Andalane and Kylos of the Phoenix server. Hope I pronounced that right. Uh and Lil Angel and uh Arkellys? Arkellys? something like that, of uh the Cerberus server. That's from Ironwall. Um this, I think that this is a really great email, especially ring because you, uh, were the leader of a link shell for so long. Um, when it comes to recruiting folks, you know, what, what, what stands out to, to a link shell leader that says, yeah, I want to have this guy in my LS. Okay.
0: The first, uh, this is a technical requirement and uh, this person doesn't seem to have that problem, but having a mage job and a melee job, uh, it's probably the two best, two most important things. Uh, I mean, the most important thing when, when you're looking at an game LS, uh, mm-hmm. which sounds like this person is kind of looking for. Uh, but the other thing is, it, it's, it's hard. You need to know your own server and know what the big LSs on it are. Uh, and then you need to seek them out. They're not going to seek you out. Right. There's yeah. just no incentive for somebody to go and try to recruit anybody, anybody any, anymore. They are, everybody knows who they are. And it usually spreads word by word of mouth. When in Versus, we never recruited anyone. I might, I mean, I think I did ask Calo to join verses because you know, or to join Salvage. I think I don't, I don't know. Uh, but I, you know, just through talking, not through like saying you should join. Right. No, yeah. We don't. We never went out and shouted. We never did anything like that. So that's not going to happen. Uh, if you sh- go out and shout for an LS, you're not going to get one. You you really need to look uh, at the people on your server. Uh, You know, maybe on FFXIH or, you know, BG, Alakazam, you know, looking into the server, uh, the server areas or the server transfer areas and consider server transferring if you can't find somebody.
2: That's that is the that's definitely uh, uh, something to consider. Um, You know, I'm going to be totally honest because I'm one of these people. I only have, uh, you know, one level 75 job um and uh, obviously i don't have a mage job i've never barely even leveled a mage and i suffer from a lot of the same things i you know if i feel i don't meet the quote-unquote requirement for the ls i won't even bother asking i won't even bother trying to get in because you know if if they say well that's the requirement like why would they bend it for me and you know and and some people look at me and are like, "Oh, dude, you're the guy on on LBR? Are you kidding me?" Ever, you're the
0: attractive you know? voice on LBR, right? You people, can't
2: even show you on. yeah. And but but the 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 answer to that is is that well, that doesn't mean when it's time to do Endgame, you know, it doesn't mean that that I'm a good mm-hmm. player. It doesn't mean that I can bring versatility to the LS. It doesn't mean that I'm bringing anything to the LS except you know my my name. So. You know, I, I, I just I, and I've gotten this a couple of times where people are just like, oh, dude, you should, you know, you dude, you should be going on everything. You should be the shit. I'm actually really like when it comes to doing this stuff. Dude, I'm really shy. I'm really reluctant to ask people for help. Um, I don't I you know, I don't like bothering people. I don't like feeling like a bother. And and yeah, sometimes I feel like that that holds me back from being able to get stuff done. So I definitely understand where Einwall is coming from. In, uh, in his email and i've i you know I felt kind of stuck on on the outer skirts of end game for years and years and years except for when I was running with verses then I felt like a badass but <laughs> but uh it, no, and and that's that's really true even still you know now I don't I don't have a, an end game ls I don't do any really uh end game events um you know uh, uh asmodia uh runs a, a, a great sky uh runs but unfortunately I work when, uh, when it's time to do those runs. And that's, that's another thing that I run into a lot is, um, you know, a, attendance times being at, uh, times that I work since I work in the late evening and, and early, uh, early night. So, um, you know, that's that I, I definitely understand the frustration. I, you know, uh, aside from, you know, FFX IAH and, and, blue garter, there is no resource that I know of that, um, you know link shells or individuals use to try to find link shells i think that was kind of the intention behind the link shell community beta that yeah. play online introduced but it, it it's so clunky and, and and is so inefficient that i don't think anyone uses it but it's another place to check just in case um, you know i don't i like i don't have any tips i i honestly don't um, you know if somebody else word had tips word of mouth
1: really yeah
2: word of mouth yeah. i i mean any good ls that i've been in and uh, you know i was of course in in versus and uh before that i was uh, uh on to- when i was on titan i had a, a great ls um you know those people were were more you know people that that i knew that kind of invited me along uh as opposed to you know uh an ls that was shouting for members if an ls is shouting for members it's generally not probably going to last that long You know, no, I don't, I I, I could be totally wrong because, you know, uh, and you know, people have proved me wrong before, but in general, in general, you know, when link shells shout for members means that there's some, there's some kind of problem. Um, and, and I mean, maybe it's just a new LS, maybe I'm just being hard, but I've never, I've never, uh, actually had a good experience with joining an LS on a shout.
1: So that's my own, that's my own personal advice. I've got to say that Imo is now mem- um he he's on Cerberus our server now and he recently joined uh my social shell social shell yeah Still he's, been, he's been in Hyosin yeah and um you know he, he he's been asking me hey do you know any sky shells or dynamic shells or whatever and you know it like i said it it's probably the, the best way to go at it is you know find, find a social shell and word of mouth get invited you know show them what you can do in, like, you know, just XP parties or let them know casually what you're after. Mm -hmm. And if you know the right people, you'll get into the right shells.
2: Yeah. Or the the answer is to try to start your own with people that you know. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's always an option, too. Try... And and sadly, not an option that people really go for very often. You know, very few people actually are like, all right, well, I'm going to set out today to try to form a salvage static, because generally when they try to do that, things end up falling to pieces so so darn fast. Mm-hmm. Um, And and like I said, again, I understand the frustration, but it's just this kind of process of, you know, getting to know people and uh, finding people that, that, you know, uh, you you work well with and then, you know, getting a big group of people together to go do something. That's that's it. I mean, there's it's no more complicated than that. So on to our next email. This one is from. Uh, I have no idea who this is from. So this is not signed. So uh, uh, so here's the email. I'm reactivating my FFXI account. It's been about a year and a half since I last played uh, and been playing on and off uh, uh, since the closed beta. Uh, I have a problem. Uh, there is too much to do, and I still haven't gotten a single job to 75 uh, I have job ADD. My highest two jobs are 35 Summoner and 36 White Mage, uh, but I do have everything except Scholar unlocked. I Guess my real question is: uh, Where should I be leveling? Most of the areas where I have uh, used to get parties at these levels are vacant. Uh, where would uh, where should I be leveling at my level and uh, possibly the next few levels? Uh, I would uh, I would like to thank you guys. For the great podcast, I've uh, I have a really boring job, and you guys tend to help me get through the day. Too cool. Um, let's see, around thirty five, thirty five, thirty six. What are what are some of the newer camps that have come out? That have uh, the bird camps in East Ron for S.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's you can level sync to that to seventy five.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that is a good one. Um, so if you don't have Wings of the Goddess yet, uh, get that. And then, I do uh, do you
0: have a suggestion? What? for someone with a with, uh, job ADD, as he puts it? Play WoW because this game requires <laughs> a lot of you know intense time put into leveling. And if mm-hmm. you can't get past like 35, 37, you, you, it's gonna take you, you're gonna, know, we'll be on Final Fantasy 17 by the time you get to 75 or 99 or whatever. So, y- I, you, I don't mean to be harsh or anything, but. Um, you know, evaluate what you can and can't do. And if the game's fun for you, then that's fine. You fields of Valor are great. Camps at Terus is awesome uh, for finding camps and things like
1: mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You, know,
0: maybe you should sit back if you enjoy it. If you left for a year and a half you might have gone to play WoW in that time and, you know, you can get to the level, you know, the level cap and less than less than a week
2: yeah that's 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 one of the big things is that you know people who really know the system very well can use you know use the the system of XPing and and gaining xp and really not exploit it but but use it to their advantage to the point where you know yeah you're getting from one to 75 in a in a week or two um and and you know that's uh that that's that's kind of a big thing there um you know you've got to you've got to take that into account when considering uh you know considering leveling and stuff it, uh you know one of the things that you could do go back and listen to episode 45 uh, where, uh, you know, uh, we have uh, two Fliss from uh, Camp Saitarus on, and we talk about some of the newer camps. Not all of them, uh, but we talk about some of them. And, of course, check, check out the resource, uh, Camp Saitarus, and, uh, and, you know, check out some of, those, uh, some of those camps around 35, 36, 37. And, like I said, East Ron Fair uh, in the past. That's a, that's a very, very effective effective spot. Um, but you know, uh, if, if you've got job ADD, I, I mean, I don't know what to tell you to, to kind of curb that. I I have honestly no idea. I, I, I have the exact opposite problem where I don't want to level anything except my one job. So wish I could help you there, but, um, there's a couple of resources for you. Job OCD. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I've got to kill 400 plantoids, got to kill 400 plantoids (laughs) and then wash my hands uh all right uh our last real men e- their hands <laughs> uh our last email comes from pants of asura uh hello hosts of lbr i've recently been getting back into final fantasy 11 and limit break radio i have a lot to catch up on both ways but i wanted to ask a question that may control my future in ffxi i recently unlocked ninja after leveling red mage to 30 and i can't tear myself away from it uh i took i took it to 10 in less than an hour and and I'm soloing until I get utsutsu semi ichi and I can actually do something as a tank but once I uh, once I do get it to a higher uh, level I am seriously considering taking it to 75 before my red mage uh, when I started the game, I had intentions of uh, Red Mage being my main job, but playing Ninja has made me think uh, about this more seriously. What I'm asking is, would it be more beneficial to take Ninja to 75 uh, and most likely be a tank, or would it be more rewarding to take Red Mage to 75? I know Red Mage is a very versatile job and very fun to play, but I can't tear myself away from the uh, low downtime and never getting hitness of Ninja. Uh, anyway, I hopefully this gets read on the show, and you guys can discuss it amongst yourselves, but uh, I wanted some other opinions. Well, gotta go, so Taru Power, Sandy for the win, and I'm out. Pants from Asura. Uh You know what? I, I would say that Red Mage is probably one of the hardest jobs to take to 75 first. Although a lot of people do it. It's one of the more challenging ones,
1: though. If only for the mad fight.
3: A lot of people who play Ninja that do like Ninja, but generally, if you're looking for Endgame and you only have Ninja... No, but if you only have Red Mage, there's a possibility that you would get accepted. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Ninja has slowly, sadly, been phased. I mean, I do know some people who do tank Endgame as Ninja, but generally Ninja has been phased out and it's more focused on Paladins.
2: Yeah, pal- so, Paladins sub-Ninja or Paladins sub-Dance or Paladins sub-something, yeah. That's a so good point. if
3: you're looking for that kind of thing red mage but if you're just looking to like maybe do missions and hang out you know fight stuff with friends or whatever then ninja is perfectly fine if If you're looking like
2: if you're looking to be bored and spinning the camera in your mog house take dark knight to 75 and never level anything else
0: (laughs) no but i agree with vicky
2: yeah no I, I yeah I, I think that that's a really um, good assessment but uh, I'm actually gonna take kind of both that suggestion and, and what Ring said earlier I would say level both of them just do do both of them that way you got a melee and a mage boom mm-hmm. yeah. there you go mm-hmm. yeah yep. um, if you like both of them hell why not
0: <laughs> it's more of a tank and a mage if you're if you're worried that's about true. it. At that's end true yeah, yeah it's I mean ninja is not really considered a DD at end game. I mean, I know I'll get bashed for saying that, but in general. Yeah. Also, an alternative is if you like ninja, you might want to consider samurai. If you like tanking on ninja, then stick with tanking. That's fine. But, it, you know, samurai uses the same gear and is pretty much the best job ever.
2: Yeah, samurai destroys pretty much everything. <laughs> Every, almost everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that takes care of uh, emails for this episode. Yay. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for uh, for Limit Break Radio for episode fifty one. Uh, before we get going here, I do want to remind you we've got uh, we've got pages on a bunch of different social networks. Uh, take a become a fan of uh, of us on Facebook. And, uh, and follow us on Twitter if you want to be in on the Flash updates or the Flash contests that we've been running to uh, to allow non-Starbreakers access to uh, the live streaming uh, uh, recordings of episodes as they happen. Uh, you've got to either be a fan on Facebook or you've got to be following us on Twitter. There's the only two places that those Flash updates show up, So uh, or Flash contests show up. So if you want to be in on that, make sure that, uh, that you sign up. And uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, if 100 people, if we get to 400 fans by uh, by the time the next episode rolls around, I will open up 10 listener spots. For uh, episode fifty-two, so that's your challenge, listeners. Uh, don't let me down. Also, on uh, uh, as far as uh, social networking goes, uh, we've got, also got uh, fan pages on Steam and XFire. Um, so, if uh, I know that Final Fantasy Eleven hit Steam, it was real cheap there for a while. I'm sure that some people are playing through Steam, especially because they, uh, you know, it's it's so much easier to just download it through Steam than it is to keep track of your installation discs for whatever reason. So I keep losing those things um, that that's a great way to do it. So if you are on Steam, uh, look up the community page for Final Fantasy XI. And if you are uh, a PC gamer and you have Modern Warfare 2, come on, bring it. Let's go. I want to frag the f- out of you.
1: Um, wow. Yeah, I'll, I'll, ju- I'll just stick to Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> which, by the way, my L- I, 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 I hate you guys. Yozan. I hate you guys for dubbing me hope. <laughs> Not whiny fourteen-year-old. Okay, we just have the same hair.
2: <laughs> I I could have, cra- I, you know, I I should have cracked a couple of hope jokes on you, but I was I was feeling nice today, Tom too. Okay. No, okay. you know, for you know, it's this is the very first show that we've ever done without Kahlo, and I think that it's also been probably our most organized show, and our uh, not so it's not so tangenty. Did anyone else notice that? A lot less yeah. insults
1: going around, that's for sure. Yeah, we're missing the catalyst for tangents. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: und- totally the catalyst. That's that's the things that make people
2: laugh. That's true. That's true. So they're just going to be listening to this episode, totally bored, and like, uh, yeah, get on to the funny. Come on, Mister Funny Man, make me make me laugh.
0: They'll listen to me drone, and they'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm going to go kill myself." <laughs>
2: Yes, because that's a w- great way to end our episode by talking about how boring it's going to be for the <laughs> listeners. All right, so that pretty much wraps it up. For this edition of uh, Limit Break Radio, make sure to check out our website, limitbreakradio.com. Send us email, hosts at limitbreakradio.com. Uh, you can uh, also submit voicemail to our Voices of Vonna Deal Skype mailbox. Uh, that you can do by calling the uh, username Limit Break Radio on Skype, and it'll uh, kick you all the way straight to uh, the voice mailbox. Also, make sure to be on the lookout for future recordings of Voices of Von Are the only live call-in podcast devoted to Final Fantasy XI, hosted by Ascalia, Zerumeru, and Zays. They're going to be having new episodes uh, uh, starting here pretty soon. I know that they've got a couple of episodes in the can that are being wait- uh, 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 that are uh, waiting to be released. Uh, episode 3 with uh, myself and Fusion talking about uh, Final Fantasy XIV then they've got also got episode four where they take your community reactions uh, that that happened uh, shortly after uh, fi- uh, uh, shortly after Vonifest uh, 2010. So uh, you'll uh, want to make sure to check that out if you want to hear more community reactions. We've also got uh, 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 available for download at the website. We've got our live coverage of Vonafest 2010 that was taken on the night that uh, that Vonafest uh, 2010 was happening. Uh, You'll hear all of our reactions to all of the crazy announcements. Hey, if you want to even have some real fun, why don't you go take the video that was uh, put on the website, on the VanaFest 2010 website, and and listen to our audio along with the video. And then you'll have a real, it'll be almost just like being there, um, except for the horrible horrible lag time of the the video and us and the video and yeah uh, so definitely make sure to check that out good stuff there uh also uh possibly new episodes of he says she says on the horizon maybe maybe, maybe. just be hopeful
1: uh, see what i did there
2: uh, yeah, yeah, I, I get the joke. <laughs> uh, possibly new episodes of He Says, She Says on the horizon. Uh, also, uh, make sure to check out you know the latest announcements from uh, today in Vana deal. And, of course, all of our other shows at the Limit Break Radio Network. You can uh, check all of those out at LimitBreakRadio.com. That's it for Limit Break Radio this episode. I'm an hero. Keep listening. And I'm Tom to a new hope.
3: And I'm Vicky, keeping Dragoon LVL free since 2010.
0: Is this where I do mine? That is correct. Okay, well, can I do a thank you to all my friends in my salvage group, like Blaze, Celestria, Ice, I- Clubber, and Dark Dawn, and especially to Omwai for being, like, you know, the most important person in my life and the reason why I love playing Final Fantasy XI.
2: Yes, you can, except I*****g's name is still getting bleeped. You can't bleep his name, Callow. <laughs> Lol, oh, oh,
0: can I? Can I say that Callow is my bitch?
2: You can also say that. Yes. Well, tune in next time to Limit Break Radio, and uh, possibly with uh, with more comments. Final Fantasy, Tetramaster, and Vana deal are registered trademarks of Square Enix. Square Enix and Play Online are trademarks of Square Enix. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. The Limit Break Radio network is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Share-Alike United States license. For more information on Creative Commons licenses, visit creativecommons.org.
0: my bitch, and you should leave Isman in this show as many times as possible because Kello is my bitch. <laughs> <laughs>